0: Grow Talk hanging out, guys. Let's talk about uh, growing some cannabis, Scotty. Let's talk about growing weed without the hype. Yes. If you don't know, every Monday we come at you with some grow talk got your grower questions in you send them in through dudegrows.com over there and you can just click on submit or if you're logged in um just yeah submit a question we would like to go through those just make sure you put the category of grower questions so we can help you grow the dank hopefully and as learned as well man
2: i love learning through these grow talk questions it's like i don't know all of it you can't know everything about growing Uh, hell no man the the best thing you can do is talk about it a lot you know have it on your mind a lot and get other people to share what they know man i mean that's that's been my trick brother
0: yes we also got a little bit of a hangout with brendan brendan dear god man he's gonna just (laughs) brendan from spectrum king Uh, He's got some shit going on, man. He's going to be giving away some LED lights. There's some hot sale action going on we'll talk about. Uh, So listen in for that. Brendan's hanging out. The more I Uh, I hang out with that
2: guy, the more I like him, man. He just totally marches to his own drummer. Like somebody else I know, man. But uh, I just do like him, man. He's got a cool personality, man. He makes me laugh, and uh, I, I do believe they're on to something there, man. The more people I talk to with those lights are, oh, I do believe they're on to something. What a bold statement after hundreds of people dig their shit. But I do know a bunch of commercial growers, and I know a couple that have been, taking the plunge with spectrum king started with one room now they're in the three rooms they've done head-to-heads with other leds against spectrum king and they keep on showing up and buying another 40 or 50 spectrum kings every season man so something's up what's up is that they, they they're lighting guys and they jumped into this game early and they have a winning design man they're gonna ride that for a while so i'm jumping on board brother all right. Winning. Yes, sir. Charlie Sheen really did a number with that word. <laughs> Come on. He's pretty amazing, man. You want to talk about a, like with no, with everybody telling Charlie Sheen to don't do that, he made himself a, you know, just a cultural phenomenon, man. You know, <laughs> think about that, man. That was yeah. the craziest shit anybody saw, man. I remember going up to the, with uh, the winter park with you and me, you and our other buddy just playing the Charlie Sheen soundboard the whole time we were driving up, man. <laughs> that's so fun. Man. <laughs> you
0: are right. It's true. Oh, that's that's got true. Got tiger man. blood. These sayings that get out there. It's like I used to remember, like you'd be snowboarding, um, or you know, at the bike park, and when people just are yelling shit off the lifts for the fun of it, and then we had the Dave Chappelle like period that people would just be yelling, "I'm rich, bitch!" <laughs> just for the hell of it, like you'd just be going, "Like what? Who the is that? What you talking about, uh, Rick but, James, uh, bitch?" All right, <laughs> we got a. Uh, <laughs> One more shout out before getting a few grow talk. Way to grow, Colorado. We got seven stores. Shit, I only probably got eight now. I can't can't fully keep up, but it's the dirt cheap sale still going on um, throughout the rest of May. So if you guys are still in need of some cheap dirt, or I mean, I prefer I would rather call it instead of the dirt cheap sale, the soil cheap sale. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't fly. The
2: superb uh, soil
0: sale. <laughs> the organic roots, organic seven hundred seven guys, twenty cubic foot. Is that right? I believe, yeah, 20 cubic foot uh, bag for 21 bucks. And if all you peat growers that get into the pro mix bales, those big ass bales that you've almost hurt yourself or have taking up and down stairs uh, into your basement grow uh, are $34. So hook that shit up, man, and uh, go check out a way to grow. While you're there, use the Dude Grow's account, anybody, anytime, anywhere, or pick up a $60 Hordelux 1000 watt HPS. You just got to tell them, DGS hort that would be dude grow show hort we'll get you a hot deal you can get as many as you
2: want of those oh man all day just thinking just think about all the shortcuts i've tried to get bags of dirt down my stairs without actually carrying each one of them (laughs) individually you know there's the cartwheel where you just take the uh you know the the bale, the compressed bale, and just cartwheel it down and hope it doesn't hit anything that tears it that'll work sometimes the the dumbest thing i've ever done was i was just chucking them from the top of the stairs to the bottom of the stairs man just you know making a big pile of bottom and like the can of cocoa that was cool i was chucking them they're not too heavy and then i just took an earthworm castings one of those wiggle worm earthworm, earthworm castings and just chucked it uh-huh. on the top of the stairs and it just went boom and just total the bottom just opened and it just went everywhere like the richest blackest soil everywhere man it's like wow i nice, wish i couldn't yeah. i wish i didn't do that now i wish i could take that back
0: Got to be strong, man. When you're gardening in a basement, oh, carrying man. up and down can filters, CO two tanks, the can filter is burner, but the yeah. same
2: thing. If you do, if you get like a really big, you know, hundred fifty pound pound can filter, the best thing to do is just think of that as your passed out buddy that you got to get inside. You know, you got to get him out of the car and inside, man. You just wrap your arms around the, around that body and just start dragging, man. <laughs> you know, but I guess now nah, there's a roll. I actually mastered rolling those things too. You can roll them on an edge, but. Yeah, there ain't no easy way to get them down the stairs, <laughs> bro. All
0: right, enough of that jazz, man. Let's do a little grow talk here, man. We got a little interveinal chlorosis. That's kind of man. It
2: was kind of. It was talking about the shit that happens while growing, man.
0: Yeah, true. <laughs> well, this is interveinal chlorosis, which if you don't know what that is, there will be some yellowing uh, between the veins here. We got a picture up here. And this, is, uh, this one's kind of tricky, I think. Let's see. Hello, dude and Scotty. This spring, I have been consulting my stepbrother's grow in Michigan. He is a medical patient taking advantage of his rights-slash-duty to grow his 12 plants. love Today, it, Today, I received man. some photos. It. it is a duty, uh, Showing it. some significant, yes, uh, significant yellowing um, of the new leaves. That's not a good sign. The older leaves are nice and green, leading to, th- um, what I think, immobile nutrient deficiency. The leaves are yellowing between the veins in the plants affected. The strange thing is... Only half the plants seem affected and non, non-station dependent. It says the plants are a mix of headband, which I've heard of, and uh, would you have a guess at this? CC crossed with HG. He goes, these were gifted, and I have no idea what the abbreviation stands for. I don't. CC crossed with HG. Anybody? No, Anybody? I'd
2: have to. I'd have to do some uh, investigation on that,
0: man. Crisscross crossed with headband. All
2: right. <laughs> I have
0: attached photos. He is using uh, Nectar for the Gods in cocoa. Recharge once a week. Yes, sounds good so far. Additionally, foliar spraying every 10 days with Transport Watson, Rev, and Azimax. Uh, Nice. It sounds like there shouldn't be issues. But, um, okay. Oh, the plants are currently... This is where I get confused, Scotty. The plants are currently in late flowering under an 8-bulb five, but when we look at the picture here, guys, we see. They uh,
2: don't look like they look the like in veg, plants. bro.
0: So it says ups to Scott and Danish uh, for the nectar and optic samples. He's also doing. Um, he's doing the mainline technique, Scotty, following Nug Bucket's grow guide. This is over on Grow Weed Easy, you guys. There's some good info over there. Check out that side if you want. Doing the mainlining. Uh, it says, "What do you guys think? Magnesium deficiency? Um, are we are we okay using the nectar for the gods?" Uh, or the non nectar for the gods' newts as additives. Hug, hug wolf. This is from Hug. Oh,
2: shucks, <laughs> man. Well, that just disarmed me, man. Hug wolf. Go and hug a wolf, man. Go ahead. What do you um,
0: I mean, these plants look uh, in the picture like definitely. You know, they need a little. They need a little. Uh, Nothing crazy, but they need some nutrition. Yeah,
2: so what's up with that, though? He's giving them nutrition, but it's not getting to the plant. All right, first question I got is, is mainlining, is that a, a hard, like a super cropping type technique?
0: Yeah, I got the link over here. I mean, another way to look at it. Is this is this, is this um, yellow?
2: Oh, this is my only question, or the only thing I want to plant in your head before we get in any further, is, is this yellowing happening after the mainlining? Could it be that... Uh, That you know you super cropped or something like that, and you actually damage the vascular system of the plant, and it's just not able to keep up. You know that's just one thing I'm thinking. I'd like to see where the kink is because sometimes when I super crop, I'll take the the center of my plant and bend it over sometimes, and just instead of cutting it, most of the time I cut it out. But sometimes I'd experimented with super cropping it and bending it to the side, and I always think that's going to be my biggest best bud, and it's not. It's always weaker. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. and It's just because the center requires so.
0: Oh, he's got two plants though. I mean, two different strains okay. and he says only half the plants seem affected. So that means, I mean, to me that those plants are hungrier plants, those plants. And one way to deal with this in a situation where you're growing a lot of different strains, I'm usually pretty lucky. I got like four or five different strains right now and they're all looking great. But if you find that this one's, you know, hungrier and you don't want to have to mix up a different nutrient um, tank for it or another, you know, watering bucket. Whatever it may be, just top dress it, man. You could use there's a bunch of different. You could give it a little bit of depending on what phase of growth you're in, um, a little bit more grow guano, bloom guanos, insect frass, worm castings, all this different shit. That uh, uh, Happy Frog brand has like a basic five 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 all purpose. You could do lightly, but that's not going to give it. Um, you know, your immediate uh, trying to bring that back, feeding it heavier as well as doing uh, some some more foliar. Sp- once every ten days with that foliar spraying. I don't, you could up that frequency a lot.
2: Holy shit, man. Okay, so just as you're what? talking, I'm Googling what CC stands for. <laughs> as, I just put in CC cannabis strain, and it comes up. Connie Chung strain information from Leafly, man. I mean, Connie, Connie Chung okay. was like the female anchorwoman for CBS for a while. That's kind of funny, man, that somebody named. Is, is there a Mori Povich strain, too? That's her husband, man. Oh, it is, I'll man. have to see what the uh, HG is, man. Now I'm fucking totally interested, man. So, dude, I got some Connie, smoked some Connie Chung last night, man. All
0: right, well, uh, I mean that's that's my recommendation on it. The ones, that the the main finger pointing I'll do in this is that he's growing two strains. One's okay,
2: and one looks like. Well, this, is so. it the Connie Chung uh-huh. by Holy Grail Kush that's fucking him up, man? Because if so, man, <laughs> 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 see what I did there, dude. Um, uh, yeah but what's up why is if he's giving it nutrition if you're giving it nutrition you shouldn't have these kind of severe deficiencies to me for me this doesn't this, this is like a pathway thing where it's not getting to where it needs to go so what is it is it is it a root problem i don't think it's you know it, i mean scott's got a nice setup from nectar for the gods if he's following the directions and using the recharge the recharge is your buffer the recharge is your uh You know, it allows you to cheat a little bit. You know, you can be a little bit less than perfect. The recharge is going to forgive you. So if he's doing that, I mean, if you want to up the recharge to, you know, a little bit with every watering, that's going to give you a little bit of nutrition. So that way, uh, you know, Scott's uh, Nectar for the Gods is uh, fairly, I don't say complicated, but it's a system with some components in it. And I don't use it and I don't know it, so I don't want to fuck with it. But I can say that the reach, you know, adding a little bit of extra recharge gives you a little bit, you know, it's, it's going to deliver a little bit of nutrition uh, to the plant every time you water. If you just put a tiny bit, I'm talking like a half a, half a teaspoon or something like that uh, per gallon. Uh, I would say that might be a place to start. But look at the fundamentals, man. Are you over-watering? I mean, if you're over-watering and the plants are never getting to dry out, shows weird symptoms like this, you know. you, you got to watch it when you have um, not all
0: plants in your garden. Sometimes you'll we'll have one or two, or a few that don't drink as much. And they, it's hard to in cocoa, but I don't, I don't know if he was in full cocoa, he said. But you can't overwater the ones that aren't as thirsty as the ones that are drinking a ton. So
2: That's all I'm saying. All right, man. <laughs> Sorry, snuggle Bong hit in. A lot of times cocoa... Uh,
0: yeah, you didn't sneak it. That's not
2: sneaking it there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't come on the mic too much, man. Um, they go to my head, though, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it's hard, though. It's kind of a little bit hard to overwater with cocoa. And you know what you can also do, man, is a little bit of earthworm castings. It goes with your organic setup here. But by dropping a little bit of earthworm castings on top every couple weeks, I find that it's a, a, a real good thing to keep everything green. You know, what I'm trying to do is keep enough organics in there to make it so my plants aren't super sensitive. So they're not waiting for their breakfast every morning, man.
0: Yeah, and if you're lastly, don't forget if you're going to go in with a, it's always nice if you're going to water, you're going to up your newt mix and try and feed this plant more. Uh, Don't do it when your, you know, your 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 mix your media is totally dried out. Sometimes that's a little bit hard if you're watering in a pretty hot or high ppm ec newt mix on a plant that's totally dry. It'll burn a little bit easier.
2: Yeah, man, but I would I would look at some fundamentals on this too. I would I would say, am I giving it enough nutrition? Uh, Am I giving it too much nutrition? Am I uh, uh, am I giving it too much water? And same, you know, same thing with water. Enough uh, for too much water? Because that's probably what it is. It's probably something fundamentally wrong, as opposed to a little micro adjustment. All right. Thanks, Hug Wolf. On Go ahead, Hug Graham. Go ahead. Uh, Gra- Graham
0: Dupar, I think would it, that's how we'd say this. He's a question from outdoor to indoor. That sounds backwards, man. That sounds backwards. It says, "Hey guys, I'm a fairly new grower here. Sounds like a I have Mendo grown dope all song. indoors." I am uh, now in a new house. My partner and I just have decided to grow six plants. We're going to veg outside and then pull them inside for flowering. We figured that will be easier to control variables such as bugs if we have them inside. We're, we're using peat, cocoa, perlite mix. We have two Pineapple Expresses, two White Widows, and two Northern Lights Cross with Big Bud. I'll be throwing them under two 315 LECs when I put them inside. I just wanted to know if you guys are any DGC. Had any experience with this method? Is there anything I should be focusing on or worrying about? Yes. Thanks for the help.
2: Keep up the good vibes. What do you think, man? Uh, It's interesting. I think that if you get a shitload of sunlight, man, I mean, you can compare the sunlight outside to a thousand watt HPS or, you know, better. You're getting crazy sunlight outside. If you go bring them in and, uh, then you've got a 315 lec that's that's going to take care of them i think that they're going to get less light and i think that some of the lower branches that were used to being bathed in sunlight might uh, have a little you know it's going to experience a little bit of shock i would say
0: yeah you might bring some bugs in that's too though. will take off because man, they man. don't
2: have any um
0: predators in your, your grow room where outside they do and you know just i I would, if you can, I mean, obviously you can save power by doing this, which is nice, but just get, run them under your 315s the whole Agreed. time. I mean, you're way less variables to deal with. Uh, keep in mind when you're growing um, your final footprint of your 315, which is like, you know, 315, two and a half by two, three by three. I guess I'll give, I'll give a 315 a three by three area.
2: A um, three by three prime time then, area. Uh, Let, let's get something straight, though, man. The shit that comes off the sides, you can smoke that. It's delicious. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you might not get the crazy concentrated yield but and man i've had plants dude we should talk about this I'm, I'm throwing it out there you guys tell me i've had plants or maybe we should talk to some what's growing on that have been in the corner sometimes and the corner plants are away from the light that grew fucking huge like my biggest plant in the room sometimes would be the huge one that just filled up the corner and it didn't get the most concentrated light man so what's up with that dude
0: i don't know i do not know i was just getting uh um, sorry, Stoned? I got, I got show distraction, man. I need, I need a, I need a, like a, a show assistant. Like I don't have any, I just realized I don't have any caffeinated beverages in front of oh, me Man. and then I was getting, I was getting, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I'm, I'm on point. I'm back on okay, point, man. Okay. So I'm going
2: to sip off my caffeinated, even beverage, though I man. didn't,
0: even though I didn't comment back at all to anything you just said. Doesn't so, matter. Man. I do enough talking for everybody, man. It's all good. <laughs> we helped Graham out there. Keep it on the indoor if you can, and then uh, yeah, no need to do that. If you're gonna go outdoor, go outdoor for the whole thing. Hey, do both, man. I forgot to say that. If you can, split that shit in half. If you want, you know, and do uh, three of your plants outside and three of them inside. You know, you can grow three plants under uh, two three fifteens just fine, or do one outside. You know, just to see what it's like. It's always fun to grow outside if you have the option. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah,
2: Graham. The, the big thing that I'd be really concerned about is outside. You know, any any bugs can come onto that plant. And the reason why you won't see a, uh, you, know, it's not, you know, it's not being lost to bugs is because there's all sorts of natural predators outside, too. So you might have a little population of thrips that land on the plant, then they get eaten. So it's a, uh, I just would worry about bringing a few bugs in when, when you transfer them inside. Uh, th- that would just be a little concern. And then the light, you're going from a really strong light, you know, the sun To, three fifteens, and I just think that the plant—I think the plant's going to know the difference between that. I do. All right, let's move forward here to uh,
0: flushing. Flushing. When to start flushing, right when you're done, man. You don't want
2: to let that stuff hang out. Man, it's still a mystery. That's a good one. Man, I can't wait. You know, a couple years from now, I'll probably fully understand flushing and all that, man, and where the organic nutrients go, why you don't have to flush your organics like you have to flush the the salt-based and, yeah, just all that stuff, man, because it really is still a mystery I've been asking for a long time All right, it's well it's not a mystery <laughs> it's not a mystery to me so let me
0: answer this one and read it what up dude and Scotty it is good here um All right. I'm currently growing Humboldt Humboldt seed organization lemon garlic OG. holy shit man. interesting you
2: imagine lemon garlic OG crosses the county chung man <laughs>
0: their website chung, man. says it's 63 day or longer finishing strain Yet I saw someone on YouTube pull theirs a whole week earlier. My question is, what's the best way to know when to start flushing? I was thinking start after week 7, since it's a 9-week strain. Or can you always start at week 6 in flower? Uh, So basically... You know, this is—it it depends, man. Sometimes people get their their grow held up to a certain amount of stress, and that's why um, that person's flushing later or earlier, or maybe this person's newt regiment—they know with, with the media they're in and their newt regiment right. that they need twelve days. Some people think, like I feed pretty lightly probably compared to how some people push their plants um and i don't you know being in straight cocoa i can do it within a week which for me a week will be over three waterings i water every other day in cocoa that's another factor how often do you water you know sure and like scotty mentioned organic inputs how much is in there if your organic inputs aren't pretty much depleted by the time you're getting closer to flush you're gonna have to flush longer you don't want to put too much shit in there Um, and, but, you know, the easiest way we've said, I don't want to say a hundred times yet, but we've said a lot of times on the show, get yourself a loop, go online or, you know, get, get yourself the, I recommend the active Eye brand 30 times led illuminated loop, handheld costs like 15 bucks and start getting used to looking at them on Amazon for three.
2: (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know yeah but those are the i don't know they're they're not, I, uh, the illuminated ones really help because it puts a sure. nice white led yeah, saying, light yeah. on the track i'm, I'm not busting. To... i didn't mean to interrupt dude Go. yeah it better not be busted <laughs> i'm
2: goals, just man, saying about
0: loops <laughs> no you can't just say man that's banned yeah you're right i'm just saying does not does not get anywhere any does not get any communication done well I'm, just
2: with I'm just saying you can get them for five yeah. i can get them for five
0: and start looking. Uh, go to dudegrows.com, Search trichomes. Search flush. Search whatever you want. You guys start using that search bar more. It's been working pretty good. You can find a lot of information yes. since. Recommended articles you
2: know, below yeah. as well have some really good information too. We're starting to accumulate a nice knowledge base there, man. So thank you for everybody doing the guest posts, man. Um, so so all right, let's yes. come on. Let's give and him it, some and hard it. and fast here. So he's looking at his he's looking at the trichomes. I wait is you know man this last uh harvest that i did i wanted to cut it so i could have it for our, our event and it just wasn't ready it needed like another week or so and instead of short it i left it i did the right thing and just did you know made sure that all that pm was gone i freaking washed those things every single day and i just looked for them to start turning milky when the trichomes were starting to turn really milky i mean you know not clear Uh, not amber, but, you know, whitish. That's when I really started flushing. That's when I figured it would be a good time to flush. And then I left them go for another 10 days after that. Um, Watered really heavy. So you can get that, you know, a lot of that stuff holds up in your your media. So if you can really flush, and I, I mean... You know, not just not use any nutrients, but drain to waste. So now you're draining. What When you're putting water in there, the extra nutrition isn't sitting in the cocoa anymore or in the media. It's being flushed out and down the drain. Um, you know, that's, I started doing that about, I don't know, for seven to uh, no, about ten days after I saw them all milky. You know, their trichomes turned from clear to milky. And, uh, man, people have been complimenting me on my weed. It actually feels really good, man, because, you know, I always call myself Scotty Commercial. I'm not, you know, I was concerned about, (laughs) you know, I was concerned about, uh, you know, having it go somewhere as opposed to being super, super connoisseur back in the day. And uh, nowadays, man, it's got to be super connoisseur to go anywhere, man, to get anybody's attention. And, dude, hell yeah, man. It's really, really good to have great weed. So a lot of fun, man. Do the extra work. (laughs)
0: Yes, I think Scotty handled all of that. Um, I think you said about the same for me. Once I start to see a little bit of amber, even uh, at all in in any of my trikes, I'll start to go to flush. Keep in mind, your plant can start to look like shit, according to some people. If you look at my videos I've made of a flushed out plant, sometimes they get to the point where there's barely any green at all and a whole bunch of dead leaves all over the place, but the flower looks dank. Now, I will say, man, Um, mine
2: don't get to that point. You know, mine get to where they're starting to look shabby, where the leaves are definitely have, you know, they're they're a yellow, but you know, not a deep green, but a yellowish green. But I'm not able with just, even in 10 days, I wasn't able to just get that much nutrition out of the plant. And, bro, like, that's what I mean. It's still a mystery. I'm not sure that that's beneficial. You know, I'm not sure. I, I'm not saying, I mean, you grow, grow great weed, so I ain't questioning it. But I just don't know that... Uh, That then either way, I just don't understand it with organics. Why, you know, you think they're flushing strawberries for 10 days? I had the most amazing organic strawberry a couple days ago. They didn't flush that thing for 10 days. They probably actually put nutrition on it over the last 10 days, you know, to sweeten it up. (laughs) Yeah, true. True, true.
0: All right. Well, uh, that's it in a nutshell for your flushing techniques. Moving on to uh, Ricky. Ricky's switching to Cocoa Man. says, Hey, Scotty, I'm currently growing in Terra Soil Mix from Supernatural. I'm wanting to try Cocoa, and I know you've been growing in it for a while. Could you please give me a breakdown on Cocoa Mix? Do you add anything to it? I was also going to try Canna Products, and we'll keep using Recharge for the dank. Thanks, Ricky. All right. I wonder if that's Ricky from Trailer Park Boys.
2: Who told you I'm into the Cocoa Man? (laughs) Finally tuned in. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, cocoa's great, man. It's a. Uh, okay, a breakdown on my cocoa mix is cocoa mix, uh, 85% cocoa mix, and uh, 15% earthworm castings. That's what I use. I did experiment this time, and I'm looking at some super happy plants. And what I'm trying to do with my plants is get them to where they're kind of non. Not, I, want, I want them to be less sensitive. So if I don't come down to the grow for a couple of days or if the reservoir is empty, you know, just uh, has, has regular plain water in it for a couple of days, the plants don't react for every, to every meal. You know what I mean? They're just growing strong and green. So I put, this time I put a little bit of, uh, what was it, crust oyster shells, I believe I put in there with the idea. Really? Interesting. Yeah, was the, with the idea to, let me just see really quick. Is that what the, yeah, crust oyster shells, with the idea with that is to get a, uh, a little bit calcium to slow release, as well as, uh, what the heck's that stuff called? That's what's good about being in, in, the, uh, in the grow, man. What's that down-the-earth stuff called? Down-the-earth, oh, an azomite. Yeah, I put some azomite in, which is just a bunch of trace minerals. You know, when you when you deal with cocoa, it's fairly inert. You know, it's just coconut husk, so it doesn't have all these all these minerals and stuff in it. So I tried to simulate it being a soil. So I put the trace minerals in with the azomite, and then just for the hell of it, uh, I talked when we talked to the guy Gary from On Frass. He was a microbe dude, and he did know his microbes, and he had said that the insect frass. Uh, is, it just has crazy amounts of microbes living on it so that was enough for me to go buy a big a big bag of it so I put some of that in there as well as well as that SARS he was talking about the the de- natural defenses I can imagine if few I know if, systematic
0: acquired response system well, yeah well, like I, n- I know that <laughs>
2: uh, you know there was this deer blood that you could buy and when I had problems with uh, you know animals coming on my farm, I got the 20 acre bamboo farm, the animals are coming and pigs are rutting everything all up you could take this dried deer blood and put it out and it just smelled like
0: Dude, your own blood is free to use I don't know why you're wasting your money, you can just use
2: Human, your yeah, blood. That is your cool. true man that is true <laughs> anyway but you would put it out there and the deer would look at it it freak the fuck out man there you were know, any animal that would, would they'd just be like holy shit there's a holocaust going on over there don't go over there you know it's insane man so it really worked well and i think that's what the insect frass maybe does where they look at it holy shit it's like a graveyard of insects over there every bug is don't go <laughs> over there It's millions of skeletons man so, uh, yeah, I try, I try that stuff as well. But, uh, yeah, so I just tried to fortify it this time. But the real important thing in my uh, thoughts are uh, the cocoa and then a little bit of earthworm castings. And the reason you don't add too much earthworm castings is because castings are super heavy. So, the, and the, the cocoa stays nice and light. So, you can heavy up the cocoa a little bit more. Like the dude was saying, it dries out so, so quickly. You can weigh it down a little bit more with the... Uh, uh, earthworm castings but that's pretty much all you need the other stuff is just kind of an experimentation for fun just trying to make it a little bit more like soil but with the with the cocoa you got to treat it like hydro you you use nutrient every time you water you can use a light nutrient every time you water that's pretty much I think I'm at right at about 800 maybe 900 ppm but the idea is you use a little bit every time you water the same way you're doing it The same way you would do rock wool or whatever and cocoa responds really well it it holds it just like they say rockwell when it's fully saturated it still can hold air cocoa's the same way where it can be really you can it holds a lot of air even when it's saturated so uh yeah man it really works well for bottom feeding systems if you ever wanted to try one of those hempies or one of those wicking systems bottom feeding system it works really well for that man so and you could uh,
0: also add nothing at all as well. So it's your call. I mean, enriching cocoa a little bit. Um, as long as it's good cocoa, you know, we recommend can of cocoa if it's available for you just because it's
2: consistency
0: and quality. No uh, bugs. I've seen people get bugs on to.
2: cocoa before, man. So, you know, with the cocoa. So can is just a really clean product. That's why I like it.
0: Yeah, and, you know, some people prefer, they they picture themselves, you know, technically you're growing hydroponically in a soilless media there, and they want to keep it that way, they, so they don't amend it with anything, and there's nothing wrong with that, just make sure you feed, 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 and keep Here's feeding. Here's the problem with don't that, flush is, and is feed. that it's
2: reactive then, you know what I mean, as soon as you, when if you don't show up, if you got to have a hangover and you don't show up in the morning and uh you know maybe the plants still got moisture i'm trying to think of maybe like an auto feed system okay your reservoir just has plain water in it for 2 or 3 days man your plants really react to it you know if you've got earthworm castings and you know some you know a little bit of slow release in there that you know so with with the i guess the azomite and i guess really it would be the microbes if you got a whole bunch of microbes in there they've got full bellies and they're going to feed your plant for a few days yeah you got to refeed the microbes after a little bit but you know i guess it's not just exclusive to cocoa but i definitely like them with cocoa right on right on well this one might be
0: more for you i'm not sure here uh one more before we'll take a break and give a couple shout outs but gorilla glue Number four, Strain Traits. Yeah. This is from Backyard Grow Dad. All right. So do do we have, is that what we got from Straight Nugs? Do you know, I know we got a Gorilla Glue. Yep. I don't know if it's number four.
2: Yeah, I believe I believe it, it is. is.
0: Yeah, I believe it is. And okay. Uh, yeah. I'm in the process of growing then, but Dude, uh, honestly, let, me, let me read yeah, it out before it. you get into it. Hey there, DGC, can anyone give me a brief rundown of GG4, Gorilla Glue 4, growth habits, um, stretch, bud rod issues, heavy or light feeder, heavy odor, etc., Thanks guys. I'm a brand new DGC member and newbie outdoor grower in Portland, Oregon. All, all hail the DGC. Yeah. Sweet, man, appreciate it. Thank you for becoming a member. Um, so, what do you know about? I don't know a lot yeah. about it. I've been treating it so far like I, I don't call I, I don't call it a heavy feeder or whatever. It's kind of on my regular regimen. Life's good. It likes hanging you can feed out. Feed the
2: shit um, out of it, it, man. I wasn't able to burn it, man. And I, I fed it. I think one time I got up to like 1,600 parts per million in my bottom feeding system. <laughs> when, when i got uh-huh. the new blue lab pen and i actually started measuring shit I was like whoa Cause, dude you know that is a trick man you know, you're pouring your base and you're like all right i got my base all where i want it and then you just be, oh let me put a little cow mag in here ooh fuego let me pour a little of that in there ooh super thrive you know whatever Not super thrive what's the other one jump start yeah. you know and there's a uh, all of a sudden you look and you're like holy shit i'm up to 1650 parts per million you know all those things have a little bit of nutritive quality to them man so I, don't know, I just didn't realize I was feeding it so heavy. But mine did not burn. Mine grew like a beast, man. I mean, not. It's def, it definitely will stretch. Like the DGC, it does not stretch at all, man. The Gorilla Glue stretches like a normal plant, you know? Uh,
0: I don't even. We'll get into it Wednesday. The DGC stretches. You just said it does not stretch at all. I mean, it, it, it's not like it's crazy, oh. but it can—it definitely stretches. I'm
2: looking at them. Even uh, Straight Nugs brought me a few. I still got them. I'm, I'm deciding what to do with them. I think I'm going to build my little closet system. But, dude, these plants are, the, everything else he brought me was 18 inches to 24 inches tall now. You know, they've been sitting here for a week. Uh, the DGC is six inches. You know, and just a bush. <laughs> everything else has three, two, two to three inches between inner nodes. The DGC has a quarter of an inch, half an inch. It's a difference. You know, that's why he picked it, man, because it's something special. All right. Well, he goes on
0: here. I think, I, I assuming this guy's a backyard grow dad. Yes, sir. Like he says, he's an outdoor grower. Um, I Bud rot issues, I mean, from my, my experience so far in outdoor growing, you, I've only seen it in when you get really big ass buds and you can get some bud rot issues sure. in the outdoor. Um, definitely are strains that uh you know give you bud rot and strains hey that don't. i
2: did not so. find this one susceptible to powdery mildew i almost feel like gorilla glue is like uh i don't know it's just a, a amazing plant it's like strong in every way like even though it's kind of played out you know it's last year's you know or what it's you know whatever like uh I won't make an analogy for you, dude, all right? I staved you that one. All right. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, everybody's been talking about it. What's people been talking? Like sour diesel. People talk about that fucking from 2008 to 2010. And now if you say you got sour diesel, people are like, okay, sure, you know. It's still fucking amazing, man. Well, Gorilla Glue, they grabbed this thing because it was fucking amazing. You know, that's why it won the Cannabis Cup whenever it did last year or the year before. And, dude, it is Uh just frosty. It's got big, fat nugs. It's really easy to grow. It stretches not, you know, crazy, but it grows into a big, fat plant. You know, yeah, you can flower this thing at 18 inches, you know, 24 inches, and get a beast out of it. So it's kind of everything that you want. It's not a a hard plant to grow. It's really vigorous and strong. So uh, I wouldn't worry. I would feed it strong or on the side of of overfeeding and just back off. It's a very forgiving plant. Uh, I would grow it big. Uh, If you're going to grow, you know, if if you think if you grow buds that are the size of your fist, you're going to probably have bud rot issues, man. So just be very vigilant with those buds, man. Maybe even try not to, you know, try to... uh, with bending and you know creative staking, if you can stake it over, a lot of times you can take a bud that's going to grow, you know, a huge cola that's just going to grow into one big, you know, arm that's possibly going to rot. And if you stake, you know, if you bring that ninety degrees parallel to the ground, you'll see that all those little buds will turn up and they'll turn into a little three gram buds that will all grow individually. That's a lot easier to keep air circulating around three gram buds than it is around yeah. the arm.
0: Yeah, bud rot's rots from the devil, so it's hard to tell. I mean, last season when I took down my white widow big bud from outside, um, from the out, uh, you know, from me just looking at the plant, there's like all these flowers look great, they're huge, because you can't see into them. You gotta actually start if you start to catch it, start pulling, you know, while the plant's still growing, peering into your flowers, pulling parts of the flower back. Uh, But then again, the uh, man, what was it? It was the uh, the flow. The outdoor flow, it had buds almost as big, but it only had like 5% bud rot versus, you know, the other one had probably 20% at least. And that was kind of a, I, I was thinking in my head, maybe that's the uh, the type of, you know, resin it puts out to protect the flowers. One works better than the other. I don't know. I don't know why bud rot prefers some flowers over than others, not just because of size. So.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I saw there was that, uh, the blue widow that I got. Um, that one had powdery mildew all over it, and the Sueno, little bit, and the um, Gorilla Glue, very little bit, and you know, so it's you know, it's just one of those things, man. Some plants are more susceptible to, you know, to, to rots and mildews, the same way people, man. You know, some people are more susceptible to heart disease than others, you know, genetically. This is true. All right, man. Well,
0: let's. Uh, I got to give. Not necessarily a shout out, but if you guys didn't listen in, Jaron from New Millennium or 5.8 Distribution is hanging out on the show, hanging out in studio up in Fort Collins. I have not used New Millennium nutrients. Uh, I definitely like the way they have their base nutrients set up there. And uh, we got a a pep pack, it's called, which is their full-on line. And basically, you know, nice nutrient kit. The the, uh, the hitch with this one, unfortunately, it's going to stay in Colorado, guys, because the thing is heavy as hell to ship. So what I want you guys to do, anybody interested, Colorado grower, somebody that, you know, there's a few different. Maybe you just straight need some nutrients or you're a good grower that would like to test some new nutrients. I do have confidence in this line. And the number one way to know about it, go over to dudegrows.com. And every once in a while, I don't know what the rotation is, you'll see a new millennium banner pop up that says audio spotlight. Click on that and you'll get the, I don't know how long it was, maybe 10 minutes or less, just the straight straight talk on New Millennium Nutrients and running down the line and breaking it down. And then, uh, yeah, just go over there and make a comment over there. Uh, that's the way I'm going to do this one. Uh, you can just comment on that
2: post. That's dudegrows.com forward slash. Uh, what you guys do, 5-8? There, there's definitely oh, new one mill? Under okay. New Mill, so there might be some redirects. But dudegrows.com slash N-E-W-M-I-L-L. Uh, yeah, I'll get you there directly as well. If you don't want to wait for the banner, perfect. But yeah, and the idea behind that yeah. is, man, <laughs> I've done that the before. More, you know, the more attention that y'all pay, and the more questions you ask, uh, you know, with with the sponsors and the supporters, man, the more these what's this pack called? You know, anyway, the more the more new, the pep pack, the pack pep man, P E P, pep. pep pack. Yeah, you know, the more pep packs they drop off over at Dude Grows, and the more I want to check out. What is that? they've got some product from one of the companies he works for. It's like Play, Playground is the company that is. Am I saying that right? Playground? It's a Dutch nutrient company? I think so. And they've got this one yeah. product that I want. It's like the green something it's called. And I've asked around, and it's the shit, man. And you can add it to any nutrient regimen. That's the thing that I'm fucking interested in getting my hands on, man.
0: We'll have to get him back on and yeah. hear about
2: it. Because I, I don't know anything
0: about that one. Yeah, I told him. He, he knows uh, a lot. But-
2: he's from... A different, uh, you know, he's doing a lot of commercial stuff. Jaron from 5.8 Distribution is. He's been around the industry uh-huh. a lot. I mean, I think he was the guy that introduced us to uh, Yair from Gavita. I know he was slinging Gavitas and was in, involved in that for a long time. So, um, yeah, I mean, just a, a guy that has his finger on the pulse, man. Somebody somebody good to know in the industry. So, I told him he had to start out slow, man. If He, he also comes like a you know, shot out of a barrel, man, or shot out of a gun. How, what the hell? What's the analogy, man? doesn't matter man <laughs> when he comes in he Go brings on. his energy man so i gotta tell him to slow down and uh, pick a product and talk <clears> about
0: <throat> it so all right guys so check it out dudegirlscom forward slash new mill m-i-l-l uh listen to the audio spotlight please make a comment on that and i'll be checking the comments here Um, we'll, we'll do the giveaway on uh next wednesdays what's growing on and i can think i can get it to any way to grow in colorado i'll gladly meet try and meet you guys unless you know it's bad timing and i gotta get down to the springs but i haven't been down to the springs in a while so i might not mind coming down there and hanging out and i'll get you this pet pack, um, based on your comment and saying, Hey, I'd really like to try
2: this because, yeah, and that works. And if you guys are down in the Springs and you don't know, man, there is a great resource, man. A guy who I learn a lot from every time I go down there is Brent, uh, Brent in, uh, the way to grow over at Colorado Springs. Shout out to your brother. Uh, if you got any, you know, any specific, uh, nutrient, uh, you know, situations or you got any questions, man, that's a guy to ask, man. He knows his shit, man. So. There are resources out there, man. Right on. Well, let's
0: uh you know what? Let's take a quick break and then we're going to come back let you guys hang out with Brett, uh, Bredin from Spectrum King and us, learn a bit a little bit about how to get yourselves a LED, man, a 400 plus LED just hooked up, man. You can get it. You can have it. So, listen in. Um, and we'll take a quick break here, come back with that. Break again, party down, more grow talk. All right, man. I'm going to go straight to the party down, man. <laughs> All right. So I'll talk to you guys in a few.
1: I've been searching for a month or two for a place to light it up. If the landlord lived in Timbuktu, we couldn't be far enough. Now I find my space is the perfect place for lighting brighter than the sun. But they don't know. I just see a big grow. Meet the landlord and put on my glasses. Call up and I rent a Volvo. Just because I look like an accountant gets your ass to rent me, ho- 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 ho. I won't use this place as a grow room, but I'm lying. Yeah, I'm lying. Oh, I'll throw up lots in every fucking room till I'm frying. Every goddamn wire. Oh, I won't use this place as a grow room. But I'm lying, yeah, I'm lying. Oh, I'll throw up lots in every fucking room till I'm frying. Every goddamn wire. Oh,
0: what's up, growers, tokers? led crew man we're gonna hang out we're gonna we are we're hanging out with brendan from spectrum king and of course scotty how's it how's it growing brendan
3: going very well my friends
0: <laughs> i was busy in my garden just the other day i was doing the harvest so that's when all kinds of you know shit goes down it's mm-hmm. harvest turns into room clean and to trim and to cure and to just transplant and Um, just reminded me, I took those, uh, I have the three 440 pluses hanging in that room and took them down and did the, I mean, I'm a little bit more anal retentive than some people. They they weren't that dirty, but did like Mm -hmm. air, you know, the pressurized air on the, the, the cooling fins and actually took the lenses off, which was super easy to do. So I could clean both Mm -hmm. sides of the lenses. And now they just look, I, this is when my wife makes fun of me. I hung them all back up. I'm like, man, those lights look sexy. I
2: don't think that word means what you think it means, man.
3: Well, as long as the lights look good i mean we, we we made them user-friendly you know we're gardeners ourselves and that's one of the things that people always said damn it i can't clean inside what well, you can now that's all
0: yeah yeah and it's i mean it's not something you have to do that often of course with that setup i mean it'd probably be a few more grows before i have to clean or if i have to clean inside you'd mentioned sometimes when they're they're shipped you can get a little bit of different i don't know
3: you could come loose or screw loose yeah, and yeah. gets yeah. rattled in the truck and regardless it's, it's,
2: yeah you know, how, how many years you've been at this Brandon? And the Spectrum King, is, I mean, LED is fairly new. What's well, been a few, two, three years?
3: Okay. Well, as far as our, this particular lighting company goes, it's just a couple years. As far as being around LEDs, me personally, I've known Rami for eight years, and he was in this before that. Um, you know, Rami's our big dog here, and he's the one that is incessantly trying to find a way to make things better. And then we yeah. play, like you said earlier, Scotty, devil's advocate. Well, what about this? What about that? What about? This? And we just nonstop until we come together with something that goes. We all agree. Let's make it.
2: Yeah. so how, how many it. generations you into these? It uh, was this like the third generation s k. What do we got? um
3: of Of the four hundred pluses we're on revision three. Uh, from the start, uh, beginning from light engine revisions, this is about our sixth, you know light engine. We make constantly make little improvements. And then of course, with the the new toys we just launched at Spanibus, uh, the one hundred watt, and of course, the beast, which is coming soon. It's going to be a 600, you know, it's a 600 watt. We call it the beast for a reason. It's just, it's a a different planet. When people see this thing, they just trip. trip.
2: Yeah, you know, I I love you calling it the Gavita killer now, or maybe you're not, but some people are.
3: Yeah, well, because effectively it is. Because, you know, I I sure I may have told you this before, but a a little over a year, about a year ago, I was in the UK at a show in uh, Coventry. And Theo from Gavita came stomping into our booth with a camera, taking pictures of our stuff. And I'm like, can I help you? And he called me a liar to my face and said that you guys said that one of your lights can replace two of ours. And I said, in what video when? I never said that. I said, we get better quality than your lights get. This was over at the Gavita booth, you said? No, it was in our booth, HID, my UK distributor. He came into the HID booth under our lights and started oh. taking pictures of, up close with a high-end camera. And I'm like, I'm like to myself, who is this guy? And then he comes up to me and he starts calling me a liar. And I'm like, whoa, back the hell up. And I,
2: hey, Brandon, man, let me help you out with some words of wisdom from, from Ollie G, man. If you're not <laughs> running into your enemies, then you ain't going the right direction, man. Oh No, no, I don't mind. I, I didn't back
3: away or back down. As I, I don't have that that uh, quality. That some people think it's a, it's a benefit to be able to back down. I simply pointed out in uh, not yelling but clearly that a 20-minute discussion ensued. And at the end of the discussion, even Theo admitted that full-spectrum light gets better results from plants than limited-spectrum, which is what they provide. Um, he had lots of witnesses to it. I was just shocked because I don't know the guy from wall I'd seen him at trade shows before. And I never spoke to him, and he came up to me all hot and heavy with, with a high-end Nikon camera with a zoom lens. I'm
2: like, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah, man. You don't so, you do not don't yeah. you don't do Brendan in HD, man, all right?
3: <laughs> no, dude. <it's laughs> all the stars and explosions I've been in, I, you know, I don't want a close <laughs> to close up and meet everybody.
0: It's the uh, LED arena, Brendan. You know that. I mean, I put up a video the other day uh, titled "LED Harvest," and it's not my full report yet. But I mean, that article got right not not in that long, like thirty one comments on it, and it's because everybody likes to talk about LED. One mm-hmm. of the ones on there, I wanted to talk on the show, is they're like, you know, that's that's fine and dandy, that that, that, that looks cool, but it gets outdated so quick, and they're worried every one to one and a half years. Why buy one if if the technology, you know, is just going to be better? And I would, my point was. I'm where I, I want to be with it. Sure. I mean, it is getting better. It doesn't make yeah. what I have irrelevant um, in the current True. 440 pluses True. I have. I'm getting the yield and quality. I'm very happy mm-hmm. with them, and I try to make a comment like, you know, I still drive a 92 Toyota with 250,000 miles on it. It's, it's not irrelevant, of, you know. I'm, I'm
2: thinking like, the car analogy too, man. I had a, a back in the day uh, we had a Porsche nine forty four, and it was a four cylinder Porsche that had one hundred and seventy seven horsepower. And we're like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. man!" You know, it was uh, a fun car. It was a front. It was a front engine, rear wheel drive. Porsche. It was great. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. My point is that it was a uh, one hundred and seventy seven horsepower, though, man. You know, so that out of a four cylinder, that was like a big deal back then. Now every sure Honda was. Civic is fucking, you know, one hundred and seventy seven horsepower <laughs> yes, four cylinder. Yeah. So my point is, is that this high tech stuff that's super high tech now, it doesn't become. Obsolete and irrelevant in you know twenty years from now. I mean, LED it very well could be, but uh, the the analogy I'm trying to make is that it just becomes maybe more commonplace and uh, a little bit a lot more affordable. But mm, it doesn't yeah. Necessarily... yeah, once it
3: hits mainstream, once you hit the mainstream, yeah, you, you can it... effectively bring the production cost down. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, some of the guys that built a computer that's uh, is probably a bad example, you know, they might have spent $5,000 for that computer that you could buy it, it for $800 after, like, you know, three or four years. It didn't mean it was garbage, though. It
3: meant it was. 15 a... years ago, I used to build high end gaming systems for friends of mine, and they would spend, like you just said, three, four, five, six grand on the sure. stuff. And then, you know, about 2008 or 9, um, Alienware and these other guys came out with game-ready systems that were half that price, and it was no more modern computers for me. But, it does, but, but my it point fun, is but, you yeah. didn't
2: go throw out your computer. You still were able I to enjoy it. still have it. And... Exactly, man. So... I still have it. It
3: still works better than my damn Windows <laughs> 10 desktop, too.
2: Somewhere in there, there was a point,
3: man. Well, <laughs> the, the technology works, and yes, the things are evolving, but how about this? The, the HPS bulb that most people are using and comparing my our lights to, is a hundred year old street light, and that doesn't seem to bother him. That hasn't changed much in a hundred years. Why? Because they get results with it. When somebody uses our light and seat, like the dude said, and he's getting results that he likes, the quality is definitely there. Um, it's not irrelevant, it's working.
2: You know? I love the idea with um, the LEDs, man, that you don't have to replace the bulb. I mean, replacing the bulbs right. a big deal. Those bulbs can be a hundred bucks, man. People can spend a hundred right. bucks for a Horty.
3: I know guys that replace their bulb every run because they're you know they're connoisseur type in their in their own minds of what they want to do, and you know, you're replacing a bulb every nine months. Yep. Let's just do three years. It's you know? human
0: nature, Let's... man. People don't usually yeah. look at expenses. They don't. all oh, you know, it's like calculating the interest. How much did you really pay for your house on a mortgage? Sure. Or Calculating credit card. You know, they're fine yeah. if their equipment's still firing up that why I go out and spend all this money when i can just continue the process to get my bulb replacement and get the quality right. that they're happy with and i get that i'm about you know it's our job here on the show to take you know try to take shit to the next level and get right. our head into products and try and give recommendations since we've done sure. it but i want to know what's been going on in the spectrum king world i think you guys got a new grow fired up i'm sure you got some um grow reports some from the field just but we haven't talked in a while so
3: yeah it's been it's been nutty. well uh I, I would just back up. For a couple of weeks ago, we were over at Spanibus, and that was absolutely oh, good. Because I was just
2: going to try to get that in. I wanted to ask yeah. you about that. Thank um,
3: you. Well, let's say next year, it'd be worth your while just to walk it. It's that it's it's like thirty to forty thousand people dude, it's for three, ocean, three three dude. straight days. Three now. straight, yeah, yeah, but three straight days. On day number one, security guards are busting people for smoking. Day number two, like hey, you know, you know, take it easy with that. And by day, the end of day two and day three, it was the, like people. The security guards are smoking. Well, they had no choice. The, the, every tent was a cloud, so you know I'm in my booth. I was getting lit like a Christmas tree, just trying to stand there, and do my thing. <laughs> um,
2: wow, you've it, got it to was, practice for that event, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. So you could tell those who had been around it before and those who were having a needed to go outside a lot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice, man.
3: It, it was it was really interesting because
2: I think that as- 15
3: languages, yeah, 15 languages that I could discern the difference of came to see us. Now yeah, I don't speak 15 languages. We had translators, but even some of the languages, some Russian dudes walked up to me and they just went, looked at me, pointing at the light, and they said Ruski, and I'm like, uh, no, you know, no, you, you, no you know, you know, Abneruski, you know, what am I gonna do? <laughs> and I'm, I'm just trying to talk to the, you know. Anyway, I'm like man. German, English, French, yeah. Spanish.
0: Maybe like,
2: we no, both speak rusky. shitty Spanish.
0: <laughs> hey, we well, got some listeners over in Russia. We see that we check out our yeah. demographics every once in a while. It's crazy, man. They're all over the world.
2: Yeah, you know definitely. what? One of the
3: Russian dudes that came in was a guy who sent me his plans over the past couple, I would say almost a year. He sent me his plans a couple of times, revisions, and he's asking questions, but I don't speak Russian and he barely spoke English. So we came to terms of the fact that we both understood numbers. So like I was writing how far to put his buckets apart, what system he was getting, how, how to with the light apart and I had to put it all metric for him. And once I wrote everything down, he was like. Is good. I like. And then he, just, then he just he walked away. I go. I'll send emails. I'll send email. And you know away he went.
2: There you but go. Yeah, there's. I've I was watching trying. something recently on. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I think it was on Viceland or something. And they were talking about how Spain is kind of taking the position of being the the business leader, the European business leader for cannabis.
3: Absolutely, man.
2: Yeah, pretty in- pretty interesting. And like Amsterdam, I don't think has, you know or, or the Netherlands, I should say, really is kind of losing it, isn't? The, I think BioBiz just moved over to Spain. A couple guys. You know what?
3: They changed the rules in Holland, and they really just there's a, the exodus of the hydro business is just happening now, and even distribution companies move to Germany or just like said, oh, we're done."
2: Yeah, because... I heard some of them moved to uh, uh, Spain. A few, of, quite a few of them moved yeah, to Spain. Yeah,
3: Spain and, and, and Germany. Yeah, definitely because the. The Germans are loosening up. The Spaniards, one of my favorite. The Germans things was, are
2: loosening up? They don't seem like a very loose culture, man.
3: Well, everything is just so, but the, more and more Germans are personal grows are, are happening. And, and, you know, we picked up a German distributor recently, and I've been talking with them. Got to go to Berlin, which was, I've, if you ever get a chance, man, Berlin's awesome.
2: Geschwissen um, Boston Trinken.
3: Ich Not kann bad, auch Deutsch sprechen.
2: Yeah, and you always know one one word just to convince it. No, church. I actually
3: might, the only language I ever studied know, was German uh, back in high school. <laughs> All
2: right. Take it back to grow, man. I want to hear about
0: some I, I we heard I mean. I, we I, heard, I know we got some some Good new toys. products coming. Uh nice. tell us what's up. Mother's Little Helpers one. What's up? It's a hundred is it a hundred watts?
3: Mother's Little Helper is a one hundred watt light. And I know, I, I mean, I, granted, I just sent you a picture of my of my nine mother plants in, in the tent that I'm playing with. Um, but I can assure you that I can't believe how well it's working because I'm getting, and you know, in a mother plant, I'm not trying to rush them, you know, like I would be cranking them with a 600-hour yeah. metal halide. I'm just trying to keep them going healthy and keep new shoots coming up. But I'm getting a good eight inches to a foot a week. I, I mean, I'm chopping this thing like I have more clones than I know what to do with all these from them, which is awesome. But it's it it's just works and it it's um we're really psyched when we came up with this thing well, because yeah and
0: you, you showed me a picture of a tent, like you said you're maintaining these mother- I'm picturing a hundred watt and you know this I made a point that hey it's kinda some of those plants don't look like you know stacked internodal aggressive vegetative growth and you're like, hey, I'm maintaining mothers, you know but, I'm not- but
3: when you yeah, but when you see that those those are Skywalker and SFVOGs where you choose are really stretchy Okay. Those things, the, those things have node spaces in, in nine inches. I got four nodes, five nodes, you know, branching, and yeah. and an OG usually that's four or five inches between nodes. So I'm really stoked on how well they're coming out. And then the other hundred watt is called the closet case, and that's <laughs> and and that's made for your your small tent and small space people that you know just want to like I have a guy on the forums who contacted me, and he's like the king of the micro plant is what he's known as his plants never break two feet. And he gets ridiculous. He gets like an ounce or two ounces of a plant that small. So he knows what he's doing. And then when I, I got him the light, he just got his first light to test. And he called me because this thing's really bright because he's used to work with 150 watt HPSs in like three foot, four foot areas. And he's, his mind got blown. He's, he wants to go over stuff with me about how to put it. Now, are those the good-
0: same exact fixtures? They're both a hundred watts or they have different uh, okay. depths or dimensions they, to them?
3: They look the same. But there is a difference in the light spectrum output. Mother's Little Helper is obviously twisted towards the blues because it's made more for it's still full spectrum white light, but we kind of peaked up the blues in there in the white diodes themselves to give you a nice, even, vegging light because that's what it's made for, hence the name Mother's Little Helper. Closet case is the same spectrum as the big boys, as the 400 pluses, and the new 600. That's the beast that's coming along. I'll get to next. Um, the, this closet case is you know, a one-and-done for your small plants. You know, guys doing your auto flowers, anything under three feet tall, you know. Um, a lot of guys grow plants that size. The Europeans, most of them grow plants that size.
2: Hey, now, what do and, you think? I mean, we were talking to the guys from Hortolux last week, and they were talking yeah. to us about how uh, H, or, I'm sorry, metal halide is really becoming back into fashion, very heavily back into fashion with the ceramic metal halides, like, yeah, even their halide, 400s. And it's a more of a white light more you know a lot closer a lot closer to CRI than than from yes. uh HPS I mean, it, to what you guys is, got is, man. so tell me about that
3: it's a marked improvement over what was the ceramic metal halide you know that usually they're 315 watts i don't know how they came up with that number but that's what those bulbs usually are um, it is a much better spectrum than a plain metal halide and definitely a much better spectrum than an HPS my only qualms with them is is that they're not intense so you know you'll you get eight nine inch tops max out of out of a even if you have super airflow and it lights right on the plants to the point where now where some of the uh, CMH that's that their little buzzword phrase is CMH form sure. ceramic metal halide, they have two of them in a fixture now. So it's six hundred and thirty watts is what they do. They put two of those three fifteens in a fixture. And uh you know, again for three foot or smaller plants, it's a good light. But it's still a bulb that gets lives a bit longer. I think your usual HPS Anywhere from 1,200 hours or so, you need to replace it. I I won't swear to it, but I was told those guys get about 2,000 hours, which is an improvement. But if you're in a, a commercial, or or your guy who's used to blowing it up with five foot tall plants, that's not the way to go. It's not going to do a five foot tall plant. It just doesn't penetrate.
0: Makes sense. Yeah, man. Makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. When are these coming? I'm on your site now. I was trying to. See, or this is basically you almost in full production. I don't see Mother Little's helper available no, for purchase. What,
3: we what well, we do because they haven't they have not been released yet. The, okay. the the first ad for the Mothers Little Helper is going up on our site. The first promo page, everything is on Friday. That's um, being announced. Uh, we we told people at Expanibus they'd be coming out in April. We're just going to put them up. You know, April's basically starts this week already. So.
2: And what? Do you, uh, so these are hundred watt lights. Uh, the Mothers Little Helper and the clo- What is it? Closet, and the closet case? case. And and what yes. they? Uh, what's the retail on them?
3: They'll be 2.99, and there'll Not be an introductory bad. special, where they're cheaper than that. To, to the first batch that's coming out. Do we want, want people to jump on, inflate sure. them
2: themselves? You know? Absolutely, man. Uh, Get it started.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm dumbstruck. I mean, Orr and I, we shake our heads because you know we're like kind of like the mad scientists here. You know, Rami's super, super busy, and and you know, David is is in and out and doing his thing. We're we're the more of the nerdy geek plant people. So, uh, his eyesight's much better than mine, and he's also, as as you guys know, he's. Smaller so he's got better access to the lower end of the spectrum, so to speak, and the of plant sizes. And he gets really in and anal and the stuff we're seeing with, with Mother's Little Helper, I couldn't I couldn't dream a better light, honestly, with that kind of wattage. Even I didn't think we would pull off what we did. I thought it'd cover a two and a half by two and a half area and I'm doing a four by four tent and fucking loving what I see. So I'm nice, ecstatic man. with it.
2: And now, what's what's this big boy you're talking about? Your Gavita killer, man. Okay. What's yeah. Your... Well, yeah. <laughs>
3: at at the show, when when a bunch of other guys saw it, and even uh, some of the 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 German guys who came down from Berlin, they 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 looked at it and said, "That's a Gavita killer." And I said, "I love it." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. I said, that's perfect. And um, plus, because it does the the, the beast, beast. Um, we, we're going to call it six hundred plus. But people are like, no, man, that thing's a fucking beast. Like, okay, let's just call it a. Fu- we can't call it a fucking. Okay, let's call it a beast. So we're calling it the beast. Um, it covers a six by six area in in
2: flower. That's a damn that's area, nice. man. I mean, I wouldn't was, want to be in the corner, man.
3: Um, guess what? This one is is it's a whole new animal from the ground up. Every single part is different. This this is a whole lot of behind the scenes banging, tinkering, toiling, sweating, fighting, to get it to where it is. And uh, it's it is it does use. Almost uses 600 watts actual from the wall power draw. But to give you an idea, it's 1.8 times the amount of light of a 400 plus.
0: Now, will it have the same... That's awesome, as bro. Far as
2: that is awesome.
0: All the, I mean, I always brag. You know, I had, I had somebody help me take the 400 pluses down and do the lenses and get them clean up. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, you can take these things and just spray them down with the hose, man. I've seen the yeah. guy... Yeah. I've seen the guy that owns the company or whatever, you know, the, the guy do it.
3: Oh, you and- saw, that was that was Rami filming this stupid hippie, a.k.a. me, uh, spraying with a hose, because I know I, that's what I do with my own lights. We did construction and got dust everything. I just blasted with a hose and put it back in. Now,
0: yeah. will the beast have the same ratings? Like, are you going to be, you, did you make? IP65
3: is, is, a, is a staple of what we do. Every light we make that we put out for grow is going to be IP65 rated, safe for use in wet and humid environments as gardens are, because, I don't ever want to go through the exploding um, glass HPS syndrome that hit me with an overspray, you know, when some guy was helping me in my garden and kind of got a bit enthusiastic with the foliar (laughs) and in the glass, you know, like, you know, arc welding and all that stuff and circuit breaker jumping. I, I don't want anyone to go through that. And as more states are going legal, you got to work smarter, not harder.
0: Hey, like and, you've been you even mentioned, you had a story about if your sprinkler systems go off in a commercial yep. setting and your 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 equipment's not going to make it, that's a lot of, a lot yep. of money down the tubes.
3: We wow, have some. We have Man,
2: I'd like to sprinkler have, system water my plants, bro. <laughs>
3: we have some. We have some guys here in SoCal that um, this dude he lost everything. We didn't hear from him for a while, and like you know, maybe he got popped. Maybe on you know, What's going on? You know, he was in Orange County, and he was, you know, like, like as the crow flies, not far, but as SoCal traffic goes a couple hours. And uh, he finally got a hold of me, a new phone number and everything. I'm like, you, is it you all right, man? What's going on? He goes, man, we lost everything. That's so what happened? He goes, he goes uh, uh, Gavita broke and uh, started a fire. The sprinklers went off and everything, just everything, everything flooded the whole complex. I have to pay for my neighbor's my neighbor's flooring and lower walls to be fixed, and you know, it's a bit bad scene. And I said, well, what do you need, man? can there's anything we can do to help you? And he goes, I, I was going to start a small grow right away. Uh, just let me get 10 lights. I'm like, sure, sure, here. You know, we hooked him up because, again, he's a, he's a return customer. And uh, yeah. he uh, he came in. We hooked him up. And then after a while, he's like, I got good news for you. I'm like, I like good news. <laughs> he goes, I'm getting better results than I did with my other lights. And I'm, I'm only spending 40% of the power I was spending before. The same amount Oh yeah. yeah. So there was that. And because down here, it gets hotter, you know. And then he's very slowly he's up he's up now um, I think he's got 38 lights and he's now turning on to other dudes in his neck of the woods and well, it's still a close to our community but you know they get the results they get the quality. Let's when they take use it to run.
0: the uh, the uh, extremely mm-hmm. uh, I'll call it the hot action, Scotty. Before we were talking a little bit before we started recording and we were talking starting to get into the uh, grams per watt arena and I always tell you know everybody knows me on the show. It doesn't mm-hmm. really mean jack shit to me unless it's not growing, you know. unless
3: it means it's just something like to
0: me, man. Well, I, mean, I shouldn't yeah. say it doesn't mean jack shit, you know. It, I just always try to put in all the other factors and things I like, too. But mm-hmm. you had a grower, Scotty, that you know out there um, that was – you said he was was killing it with the setup. But what was – yeah, let's get into that.
2: You know, man, I don't have the specifics, so I don't want to talk for him. When we go out to okay. L.A., I'm going to try to go stop by his placing and see if I can get a little interview with him. But he was actually doing uh, – he would – have, I want, I want to say it was four SKs and it was either one or two 600 Gavitas in the middle. And he was killing it, man. He no, was super no I, I know,
3: know what you mean. I know what you mean. You're sure. talking about down in Venice. Down yeah. In Venice. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, no. He was splitting them, he was doing two, two SKs with a Gavita in the middle. 600 okay. in the middle. Yeah, there you over, go. For, over over his, his, uh, his trays were like different, slightly bigger than yours. I think his trays were like 10 feet instead of yeah, 8 feet because yeah, he built I, them himself.
2: And okay. the, I remember he did absolutely great. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, so I don't want to speak for it, but I was pretty impressed, man. I was really impressed. I want, I want the I straight LED like four, numbers. I want to say it was like four pounds per table is what he was getting. He's an
3: organic grower, too. He doesn't use any PGRs. I know exactly who you mean. Yep.
2: Um, so, so anyway, I was really impressed by it. I was relieved, you know what I mean? You guys make some big GPW uh, claims, and I want to make, you know, it, I hold my breath sometimes because, you well, know, when my friends I'll, make I'll big claims. I, I, want, I want them to come true, man. But I did hear some really good things, man, and this guy just came back, I think, and what did he, didn't you say? He just left with 20 more lights.
3: Yeah, he sent his brother up to pick a 21 more yeah You know lights. what I mean?
2: Yeah. yeah. So it,
3: um, um, I, I'm happy for no, you, man. I, I, I love him, and, and I got to tell you, if you ever get a chance the next time you get down, if you if you catch up to him, if he's doing train wreck again, yeah, holy, holy shit is all I got to say. His train wreck, I, I, it's it's an experience in and of itself. You I'll better not it find a couch <laughs> in a corner.
2: I'll give it away, but, man. The cookie wreck. If you know who grows the cookie wreck out there, that's who we're talking about. <laughs> he's a he's
3: a he's he's got a you know a guy with skills that that just follows a simple instructions those are guys who rock it you know they don't they don't complicate things absolutely um, man absolutely so uh as far as gpw goes i mean i am nowhere near the gardener he is or you guys are i'm a i'm a all about i work way too much i get in the garden to calm down you know i i nitpick and go around and see stuff or says get over here stupid look at this and then you know and kind of thing and well, we we clean up and do do i got 1.8 and with five plants per tray of blue dream haze that i did not you know even put a tomato cage on i just put some bamboo
2: steaks here and there and I mean, didn't that sounds insane to me man you know that's i understand i can understand you know, that's that. eight, I, that's 800 grams per you a know, four know four yeah for a four by four uh-huh. that's almost two yeah, but, pounds
3: I I understand that. And I I can see some people being skeptical of it. Um, I I have gardeners that are breaking too, but just like you said, show me, you know, I want to see if the third party lab test chopped down, because that's what I had to do with our own videos. I mean,
2: I don't need a laboratory, I just need a scale.
3: (laughs) No, but I understand that. But I I want, what I figured was when we did the videos that we had a dispensary come in and do do the trimming and weighing, because those guys, you know, it's, they're not going to buy more than what's there you know they they chopped waited sure, and they told sure. me what i got because a i have to admit i am no longer a big fan of trimming got carpal tunnel that it's hard for me to yeah, do yeah a little 12 yeah. hours
2: of trimming will get
3: you going man
2: it'll, you'll no, either be I, a fan I, I or know. not i don't at
3: mind, the end. i don't mind the scissor hash but i
2: was just about to say the that man.
3: itself this trimming itself I, I, I could do without i could be
2: honest you know yeah the scissor <laughs> hash is like the, the little gift man you know the little gift Correct. for the work.
1: All right.
0: Well, yeah, the thing yeah. is, like you're saying, I the, the, part of the reason you know we I, I have your lights hung up is because yep. I saw your documentation, I saw the YouTube videos, and I was like, this shit seems pretty legit compared to other companies and other things I'm seeing, and it's you know extremely, I mean, plant specific, a hundred percent. One of you know, it's like this company yep. RX Nutrients. And part of the reason I'm using their nutrients is I went to tour their grow facility, and that's what I liked, what I saw. Well, good example of a. a Grand watt report, guys, will be soon enough. I will have my Grand watt report on a room that was running three of the four forties, and I had I think three or four different strains in there. Three of the plants were pretty heavy hitting White Widow, Big Bud, and yeah, then there was, was. a uh, uh, Purple Trainwreck, which that's probably medium medium line, and then there was a Citrix. But point being, my Grand watt report will be fairly. I think it might be a, a good representation. Of what you would get, like on average, instead of saying, yeah. "Okay, well, we're growing
3: yeah, straight turbo big
0: hour. bud, man," and we got two <laughs> grams, you know, like
3: it's just no, so- I, one of my guys, who's who I, I he's just a talented gardener. He goes by the the moniker Cornbread Mafia. You'll never see this guy. He's in a state that's not legal. Um, he told me, and I believe him because Cornbread he's right he, he's, he's so he's well, it gives you an idea where he is, right? Um, <laughs> you know. He 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 had eleven different strains under ten lights, and Damn. his average his average 11, under eleven strains under ten lights was on his his he said he got almost one point six average. Okay, and and that's with Girl Scout cookies in there and some other ones that don't yield so much. But then he got yeah. some heavy hitters. He had ones that look like your White Widow, Big Bud, you know, those just donkey dicks. That yeah, just, I mean, if you I know, can get
2: 1.6 pounds off of a 440-watt light, yeah. man, I'm pretty happy. Because what we're talking about also is the less power you're pulling, first off, the more lights Correct. you can put in a spot. You know, the more lights you can load up. And then the more lights your air conditioner can handle as well. Or that you can even probably even get away with hanging one or two of these and not having an air conditioner. Do you
3: guys go on, on Instagram at all? Yeah, sometimes. Barely. Well, yes. There's, there's a guy that that when you said you know you could put more lights and still save power. There's a a, a guy, um, it's a DEO underscore forms. Okay. And um, he's like he's like um, David Copperfield of weed. He's just magic. <laughs> you know, he, I mean he, his one one of his pictures is where where that word spontaneously came out of my head of tricoliciousness. Um, That's I, awesome. I, that's what triggered the word in my head because I saw some of the things he did. I mean, you know, he's a real mellow, low-key dude, but he's just very, very talented gardener. I'd say he's on the he's he's damn near the level of Ramo you know, up in Canada, which is just he's fucking Willy Wonka, man. He does magical things with a plant. I mean, if you've seen any of Ramo's videos, what he did with our lights, fuck, I wish I could do that with my lights. It you know? looked
0: crazy. I saw I co- I couldn't believe. I wanted to go up there, and everybody grows their own way. He's going like Berk. bush bush tree almost trees i was they're like freaking hedges they're hedges i would trim away some of that side shit maybe but you know what he knows his strains he knows what he's working with and uh pretty cool Yeah,
3: and, and, and exactly and here's a guy that could use any product in the world and anyone would jump at the chance to have him use it and i just lucky enough that i met him like seven years ago back in the day when i was an advanced nutrients rep yeah i, I did that too um <laughs> But uh, he's uh, he's just a super cool, mellow dude. And he's like, hey, I'll try it. If it works, great. If it doesn't, I'll fucking send it back to you. I is say, okay. he still
0: Urban Grower? Is that where you find him yeah. now? Or- yeah, yeah, he's
3: an Urban Grower on YouTube. Yeah. Cool, cool. Nice. But he's got his, his own his own thing. Remonutrients.com is his nutrient line website. I mean, I mean, was- we
0: met the guy once, but we, we didn't even know who the hell he was, other than he had like a quarter pound of weed on a table at an advanced nutrients party, and I couldn't believe... How many joints he was rolling and how much he continued to smoke and stay conscious.
3: <laughs> the the, the, Remo's um, safety meetings are legendary. Um, <laughs> I've been around a bunch of them and I can tell you that I can't understand how he stands, walks and talks because <laughs> I've seen him.
2: Party though, man, if you want to make a lot of friends, just bring a big bag of weed to a show, man. You but but I'll lonely. tell you
3: what, he will, he'll take one hit and tell you what's in it. What, he can pretty much, he, not down to the nutrient specifically, but he has a pretty good guess. But he'll tell you the genetics. He's that he's that accurate. He's amazing. But he Damn. hits all. Oh, like, Oh yeah, because you know, such a mellow Canadian dude. Oh yeah, that's a oh, that, that that's a what is that? Is that a platinum cookies mixed with a? And you are like, How the hell? <laughs> you know, he just knows. Oh. But he's an awesome dude. But you know, he smokes two gram joints one an hour. That's
2: hilarious. He's I'll a, hang with him for a few hours. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, hey, was, I'm gonna go to the, the bathroom, and that's when he just don't hey, come At, back, the,
3: at you know? the trade at the trade show in Spain, he was across the aisle from us, so we we were spoiled rotten. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, that's awesome. Right on. Well,
0: cool, man. Thanks for hanging out on the show here. We're gonna get. Uh, I'm probably gonna get one of your lights. We'll have to talk about. We're gonna have this DGC cup coming up, and I'm gonna have nice. some clones and things there. I was thinking about hanging a four hundred plus. And uh, see what's up with that, and then also to let everybody know, it looks like is this? Uh, I was just cruising your site. The Gorilla uh, Grow Tent promotion still kicking here.
3: It's only it's only till, till the end of the day tomorrow. We may extend it, but uh, it's if you get two lights, you get a free Gorilla Grow Tent, four by eight. Yeah, by a seven. four by eight Gorilla Grow Tent, man. That's yeah.
0: you are saving a shit ton of money there. So that's an awesome promo. When I saw that, I was like, damn, get your lighting, then you already have your grow room ready to roll.
3: Just so. I, just because some guys have got have actually gotten mad at us because the shipping look the the tent is free not the shipping yeah you know, it's a <laughs> it's a big box and it's heavy but we'll you know we'll give you the damn tent so um, yeah. most people are happy with it one guy's like who well, dude the shipping I'm like we said the tent is free we didn't say the shipping is free <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well if you guys do go over to SpectrumKingLED.com, make sure you can check out with coupon code dude sk Yep. And also, as you hear the man now, uh, give Brendan a holler. Call, get a hold of them anytime. One great thing yep. about this company is you guys are very helpful. You get back to people, and you know that's super important with any any product that you're using yep. in your garden.
3: When I started, I wish there was people like us because you know it was a word of mouth with somebody, and you hope for the best. Um, I want people to succeed. Why? Because people who succeed spread the word and spread the love. If you want to be selfish, that's why those companies fail. Yeah. Absolutely,
2: Amigo. Right on, Brandon.
3: We're we're in this together, man. That's what's all about, bringing this thing forward.
0: Well, I forgot one question just came to head before I forget. The 600, the Beast, if you will, what is going to be the distance from canopy on that? Are are you treating those somewhat the same as where I go into a commercial warehouse and I see, you know, the uh, double ended are like three feet off the canopy?
3: The the double ended will be, uh, you know, usually three feet off the canopy. We could do that, or you could come to two feet, but, you know, I, I want, my concern was the Beast. Is only about at its present incarnation. It's not 100 percent finished. Yeah. It's about. It's only seven inches thick, tall.
0: Wow. That hell yeah. All right. Yeah. That gives you options for some of these right. growers that don't have warehouse height, but do have just enough height to run it at two feet and get really yeah. Right. Okay. And, you know,
3: and, and what what we did was we we talked to a lot a lot of DWC and scrag guys who have bushy spread out plants but not very tall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they all said the same thing. Man, give me all the intensity you can give me. But can you make something that covers a bigger space? And, of course, when, you know, Robbie and I and Or I and Orin, David banged our heads together. And, you know, we've been back, you know, behind the scenes trying to get this thing together for a while. And then finally we had the prototype we took to Spain and people just went. There was a 400 plus on in front of it. I don't know if you saw the time lapse video that we had on Facebook of the booth. Uh-huh. But okay, there, was say- a there was a 400 plus in a shower that was being rained on by three shower heads in front of the beast, but the beast was so bright you couldn't see the 400-plus that was on right in front of it. <laughs> I was just about to tell you, when nice. I saw the
0: time, el- time elapse video, I just saw a whole bunch of light. <laughs> yeah.
3: It was like an ant farm. It was a non-stop ant farm with a really bright thing in the middle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, Brendan. Well, thanks for hanging out on the show. We'll be back Appreciate on here when these, uh, we'll do a whatever, a pro- product release uh, hangout hey. here as soon as these are available.
3: That, that definitely the the, the hundred waters are, are you know just literally a week or two away and the uh, the beast is probably about two months out but what i want to do uh, a a taste test party on your your uh harvest just please let me know because that looked very yummy yeah and yeah definitely you, you put your hand around it i'm looking at that butt i'm going oh baby yeah. <laughs> yeah that train wreck the colors looked i mean they look good and like you said in your own clip you can see everything that's one of the things i love about our lights you can see what's going on exactly
0: totally it doesn't give you the opportunity to miss out on de- you know deficiencies creeping up right. on you or even pests at times with the uh definite yeah. downfall of the hps uh lighting
3: it's a bummer but true
2: right on right on <laughs> good bullshitting, thank brother. You. thank you very always, much dude always, thanks Scotty. To hear What you're up to amigo
3: yeah man if you get to la again please let us know absolutely
0: shit i gotta get to la scotty's already been out there a couple times i haven't I been out well the
3: dude we're gonna have to hey, go hey, man i want to go to, you need to come down for the cup or what
0: we got our own cup, man. We, got, we got
3: I a, That's right. You have your yep. own. But, you know, I am going to call it the Dancing Cup because it started in Denver. Then it was in Pueblo. Then it was in Limbo. Now it's in L.A. Yeah. Well, actually
2: in San Bernardino. <laughs> it's already been know, to but... San Bernardino. I'm pretty sure last I month know. I was there.
3: You were there in like January. Weren't it you? February. <laughs> it was like February. February. That's right. February. Yeah. 8th, I believe. If I remember right. You probably do. <laughs> It'll be here next year. Yeah, All right. Man. I saw still- straight. Cool, guys. Thank you.
0: We're going to bounce, get back to some more talking, grow, and we'll be catching up with you, I'm sure, soon enough, Brennan. Take it easy. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Take Bye-bye. it easy,
1: Brennan. They tried to take away my recharge, and I said no, no, no. Yes, I grow the deck. That's just like money in the bank. I'm in the no. oh, oh. Come on and do yourself a favor and grow some dangness that you can savor. Cause I'm growing top shelf with recharge, the proof is in the smoke.
2: Recharge is a natural soil conditioner that takes the guesswork out of growing. The secret is in the biology. Recharge loads your soil up with organic beneficials that store and deliver nutrients to the plant as needed. In traditional or organic gardening, Recharge makes growing amazing quality simple.
1: I got the time to buy seven bottles when one's just fine. Why you try to take my recharge when you can get your own?
0: own, own. All right, all right, man. I'm excited to see who can can partake in that challenge, man. Growers' Challenge. Get yourself a 400 plus. Not to mention that sale going on right now is pretty hot shit, too. You just, if you buy a 400 plus,
2: you get a free mother's little helper. So, now's the time. Spring sale for LED. Yeah, I like what I'm hearing, man. I really do. I was very skeptical in the beginning. And uh, they definitely have a good product there, man. So, I I like it, man. Especially for 440
0: watts, man. Yes. Oh, russet mites, man. Russet mites. Chiming back in, if you guys don't remember, last Grow Talk, uh, we had some russet mite discussion. And it was here. It was basically, I don't know who this is, chiming in. But they're giving their own opinion on them. And there's an evil, evil... Magnified times <laughs> like two million picture of this like just bad looking bug man. That looks like like what like tanks of the future would look like. We just model it after little insects. Um, so there was a question about rustamites in episode two four four about whether or not to hit the eject button eight days into flower. I tried to stick it out in a similar situation and I crashed and burned. I have four thousand watts worth of crappy buds that I'll probably will put in the trash. And that I'll probably put in trash bags and take to the dump. I would definitely start over after a thorough cleaning. A lot of growers feel this way, man. So, like, know what you're up for. And especially, that, I remember that guy had pitchers that looked really damaged, man. Like, definitely the plant looked like it had it had some russet mites hanging out on there. Quite yeah, a definitely. Um, I mean, I don't know if, uh, we well, have never had the russet mites, have you? No. Thank God, man. Here's wood. I can knock on it. <laughs> So keep that in mind. If you guys are listening, you come across them. And if you don't know how to find them or look for them, just go over to dudegrows.com and Type in
2: russet mites in the search bar, you'll find all kinds of. Yeah, shit. I mean, you handled them with you handled rusted mites with predators, but the idea is, if you're in the middle of a grow and you got something terrible like those kind of bugs, and you can afford it, I mean, so, that's what's so scary about being a commercial grower, man. The only guys that can't afford to chuck it out and start over again, usually that truly can't afford it, are the commercial growers that are like, "No fuck it, what kind of poisons can we use to get me through? I got to sell this medicine." <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's so <laughs> yeah. it's uh. You know, but if you can, man, there's because it's just no fun. It's no fun to be fighting these things, and you're constantly an added expense and uh, added tons and tons of time. This is supposed to be a fun hobby, you know, a natural hobby. And what it comes to is, uh, you know, when you're buying all sorts of pesticides and in there spraying every two days and just fighting for that harvest, man. And then what are you the fuck are you smoking after that, you know? So. Well, and the
0: hold-ups and delays and the amount of money you got to spend sometimes to be able to continue the battle, et cetera. Couldn't so, agree yeah, with you more. Definitely. Couldn't agree with you more. cool. this is from Monk. Sizing carbon filters, greenhouse questions. Scotty and Dude, freaking awesome show, guys. Thank you, sir. Please keep up the good work. I'm on my second grow, first-time greenhouse. Sadly, I'm in a prohibition state. Currently, I have one sour diesel and one OG Kush. I do have some short... Some short stuff. Number one, auto flower seeds coming. Okay. <laughs> Strain names are always tripping <laughs> me out. Absolutely. Um, I have neighbors close by to my greenhouse and I don't want them to be able to smell anything. I have researched greenhouse grows, but results turn up large grows, which doesn't help me much. How do I size a carbon filter for my space? This is a 10 by 12 area. I also have an exhaust fan, 1540 CFMs to remove all the heat. How do I properly size carbon filters? Also, will my exhaust fan pull untreated air out before the carbon filter can treat it? What specs do I need? Uh, look for an, uh, looking for an filter and a fan. Alright, thanks y'all. Happy growing. So first
2: off, what's the humidity? So, you know, look in at there, this man, picture. Because if you put humidity in a if you put a carbon filter in a humid greenhouse, you gotta ruin that carbon filter, man. So that's something to think about. Yeah,
0: you definitely got to be careful with that. I mean, he said, and also you said a 10 by 12 greenhouse. You know, looking at the picture here, it looks like you got a couple of plants um, in not too big of containers, maybe five to seven gallons. I don't know if you plan on transplanting, but I don't feel you're going to have a 10 by 12 canopy with these two plants of, you know,
2: you know a plant flower material to be scrubbing on. So Yeah, but there's still enough to stink up. I, got, I don't have a huge canopy right now. I got five plants in here, but it stinks up my whole house if I don't have that carbon filter on, man. <laughs> well especially yeah, with neighbors I hear close by what, what I would saying?
0: do yeah, I, I don't know his 1540 CFM fan to remove all the heat I'm not sure if what type of fan that is or if it's even the proper um, how, if, without seeing it if it's one he can hook up with a carbon right. filter um, if you want like zero smell I mean let's say I always used to judge it by thousand watt lights but like you said this is a greenhouse situation so I mean you can't have that He's right here. When he asked, will my exhaust fan pull out untreated air before the carbon filter, filters it. So, yeah, it will. I mean, you can't. It's, you you got to have a carbon filter on your exhaust. Right, right. So all the air being exhaust, And that might do everything for you. But the problem with that is if you're running it at night, you know, then you're going to be, well, maybe I'm getting my greenhouse too cold by exhausting it all the time. Maybe it works out just right. I mean, exhaust carbon filter could be so i like something that um i mean man it doesn't have to be i'm gonna guess like a can 75 at the biggest for your two plants here and i'm picturing a canopy of at the you know uh, up to up to almost like an eight by let's say you had like a six by six canopy or eight by eight almost i'm gonna say i think a can 75 will do it for you um and if you don't want to worry about it at all, and you might grow bigger, go with a can one hundred. But like Scotty said, put a, uh, some gauges in there if you don't have them to read. You know, measure your humidity. If you're getting up above fifty percent humidity consistency, a lot, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna run hard on your carbon filter.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I guess more than fifty percent, sixty-five percent, more than fifty hertz, really? Because I mean. I mean, that's a little low. low. I would think they could run into the mid-60s, but I thought it was like when he got up in the the 70s and 80s. that I agree with you. You know, took a dump. You can run two carbon
0: filters, too. I mean, obviously it would be nice to use your current fan and filter whenever your fan's exhausting, but then if that fan has to shut off, like if that exhaust fan's on a temp stat, you're going to want another little carbon filter sitting in there just scrubbing as we say pulling the garden air through the carbon and pushing it back as out. long as you don't for have that i'd get like yeah, as long as
2: you don't have humidity issues man if you're in a humid place man don't waste your money man
0: we'll get a can 50 for that one um, if you want, so that was like I said. If you're doing a full exhaust, like a can 75, scrubbing in the room, which is going to take another fan, just to see, just set your carbon filter in the greenhouse on the ground and and pull through, um, and that would be a good way to handle it. I mean, you can think about other types. Man, I don't know how close your neighbors are. I'm wondering if you have other types of That's fragrant type the things skies. you could grow. Yeah, to offset it, um, you know, fragrant flowers or, or whatever. But being in a prohibition state, you want all angles yeah, covered. That's where I as keep my compost possible. pile, man. If there's a way to potentially extend your exhaust out too, to where I mean, the higher the exhaust and a grow, I always used to tell people, if you can get your carbon filter or room exhaust to go out the roof of your house, that's your best bet because it's the least, you know, it's. It, it, um, what should, I, what should I say here? It's it's the best way to get rid of the odor. Even if you have a leak, um, or I mean, like, let's say your carbon filter is aging, it's, when it's going right out a basement window or right out the side, like a dryer vent pointed at your neighbor's house, um, it's easy to smell pretty quick. Whereas if it's going out the roof of a house,
2: at least you have it up and away from most noses, depending on, on the way the wind's right. blowing. True. True. Yeah, but so, that, that's a tough right, one, man, right. because um, anytime you're pulling air, if I remember, like greenhouses, you know, at least the big greenhouses, they've got those. It's like a motor, basically, on a little, uh, on like a belt, and then it just turns a big fan blade in a window, basically. So it's very non airtight. Yeah, you're not exactly. Gonna hook, you can't fan up to that thing. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, so that's going to be a tough yeah. one. There's I a guess stuff, you could man. maybe scrub right next to the plants if you just hooked like a little 50 you know, like a 50-pound can fan right between those two plants and try to just scrub the air before it got too far. Yeah,
0: I like that idea, playing with that, putting it right with them, and then just, yeah, hanging out there and just direct
2: the, uh the exhaust a little bit yeah, away. But see what, it's not a bad idea See as well. what you can do about maybe get some, uh, you know, maybe you can get some really fresh compost delivered or something like that so it doesn't smell nasty, but you just got that nice earthy soil smell. You know, right, and it, it doesn't look funny. It's right next to your greenhouse, you know, or you know, composted manure. It doesn't smell nasty. It just smells real earthy, you know, so something like that. It's just bullshit your neighbor, man.
0: Catch them at the mailbox next time. You're like, hey, I was actually reading in the local paper, man. We have a huge skunk problem that was just discovered. <laughs> it's probably going to last most of the summer, man. They're, they're not going to have full, uh, remediation of the skunk issue probably until I like late mid October. Start, start becoming a
2: skunk <laughs> you know? serial killer, man, and just start, you know, throwing them in the backyard. Oh, got another one. Got another one. <laughs> I like
0: that idea. All right, man, we got some recharge questions from Sitka Murray. Uh, it says, hello, I've been listening for three months or so and joined as a pain DGC member just over a month ago. Thank you, Excellent. sir. Thanks. Yes. If you don't know membership, membership, uh, has its privileges. No, it's just a great way to port support the show. If we've helped you grow, you can do it over at dude grows.com by clicking on the login tab it takes you through PayPal, $10 a month for one month or a year or two or whatever. You can cancel anytime. Much appreciated though. Uh, as, as Scotty says, we, are,
2: we do have bills around here,
1: believe
0: it or not.
2: <laughs> yeah, we are always trying to make this thing better. Started out as just two dudes talking about growing weed on the phone, man, and pressing record. And I don't know, I've enjoyed it, and I'd like to grow it as far as, you know, I'd like to take this to the next level, man. So we do need y'all's help. In more ways than just money, man. Yeah. You know, the all these grower questions, all the memes that come in, all the uh, guest posts on dudegrows.com, dot com, and you know the, the folks that donate ten dollars a month. Everybody's got a way to contribute, man. So it's been it's been amazing. Or
0: just for a party bus, guys. I need a party bus to go see Lebowski, Big Lebowski on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: so funny, man. It was
0: like uh, Temp needs. Todd's going to go, and he already volunteered to be uh, – he doesn't really you know, drink much anyway. He doesn't smoke either, but he's fun to hang out with. And he's like, I could be designated driver. I'm like, hmm, started scratching my head. I'm like, is it illegal in Colorado to uh, have a bunch of people partying in an RV
2: that you're towing right. behind? <laughs> have them build a – Definitely is. Definitely, build a wall, is. man. Build a retaining wall, man, you know. Nope, separate place right here, man. <laughs> just attached to this thing. Like, hey, by the way, man, I'm going to Red Rocks DGC's tomorrow night, man, to see Clutch. Yeah, clutch, man, cool, so cool. if anybody is uh, is planning on going to that show, man, hit me up. Uh, burn one down in the parking lot. To contribute to the cloud, bro. <laughs> All right, back to Sitka Murray. I've been
0: uh, listening for three months. We said that. I'm working on my third grow. I flower in an 8x12 partially sealed space under three 1,000-watt um, HPSs, uh, one Hortolux, and one. he has a 1K Ultra Blue, he says he mixes in. And he rotates his grills to share the spectrum. And I grow hand water drained to waste in cloth pots in ProMix cut with worm castings. For my last run, I ran most of the General Organics line Recharge and Silica. For my current grow, I've just added Mammoth P and substituted... Aptus Facilitator for my silica, nice man. I just interesting. Uh, we're gonna get them on the line as well. I just started using Aptus Facilitator uh, mainly because uh, DGC Don was using it and said, Diana this shit's the bomb." So check it out. Um, for my recharge questions, how late into flower should I be using recharge? For the last one, I was using recharge as well as Go Diamond Black. That's a, a humic uh, acid supplement from General right. Organics. And he says, "Can I can I eliminate or cut back on the Diamond Black if I'm using the recharge?" um included pics of my current pre and previous grow any suggestions you might have would be greatly appreciated man, clean looking room there man i like the uh, shit looks, it does nice. Look nice, man. It looks nice it does look nice i would say uh, y- what do you think i mean you, you got the do you say you got humic fulvic in recharge both you e- don't want to use it too late if though, you, though you, man. Have you, a supplement? you can
2: taste it if you use it super late man it will affect the flavor a little bit so i mean simple answer is i cut it out week five man okay so week five, man, I use it a little bit. Yeah, more a lot than of people that. do. Um, I've just been kind of talking to a couple people that I consider real connoisseurs, and they're telling me that they, uh, you know, they know exactly what their strains taste like, and it can, you know, it. They said that it, t- it tastes a little bit different if you use it too late. So I don't, I don't want to change nobody's strain. Okay. them, man. So, yeah, I'd say like week fivers. I mean, it is very easy, man. You use it and your plants look green. You know what I mean? So it's so hard to cut it out, man, because once you cut those microbes out, man, you're, you're on your own, man. But, you know, at that point in time, man, I mean, usually there's, what, 7, 10 days worth of nutrition in the soil anyhow. So if you cut them out at week five, they're probably existing, you know, or they're in there pretty heavy to week six and a half, week seven. And then you're almost flushing anyway at that point. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. What about the
0: cutting back on if you're running a humic and fulvic? I mean, we already said, you know, if you use a uh, molasses or sweetener and you have recharge, you can really cut that back or eliminate it. There's plenty of molasses. There's dried molasses and recharge. But what about cutting back on your humic and fulvic, or should you run it regular
2: straight? You don't need humic and fulvic if you use recharge, man. It's a total waste to put that geodiamond black. Uh, You could definitely eliminate that. All right. Nice. I like it. It's always good less is more sometimes yeah i mean those are key laters right. you don't need a tremendous volume of them you know and the amount that i put in the recharge is uh is you know i actually put put a decent amount in there so yeah you definitely don't need to add any more cool cool well thanks and for again, the questions hurry, real quick and i say this every time because it's such a pain in the ass but you will not see humic fulvic or amino acids on the new label Uh, They are definitely in there. It's just something where I needed a label that allowed me to have one label for California and Oregon, as well as all the rest of the states, and they refused to recognize those products. So it's a little bit of a hassle, but they are still in there. Right on. Yeah, you
0: got to. Yeah, you got to. It's definitely frustrating for you formulators and manufacturers that's why we in this industry is it's i used to be like man unless it says exactly what's on there i'm not buying it but then i started missing out on a lot of good products that just didn't pay for the labeling or just didn't do the, i mean no no pun against them but um you know pay to have uh all the registered shit listed right and it'd be like what is this exactly i mean that's like what we see like a perfect example would be like the turpinator granted that they're going to say proprietary shit as well but Man, I do get paranoid a little bit. What
2: is in there, man? Yeah, for you? Ab- absolutely. Anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, and I mean, it's that it really is like a big boy's game. If you're General Hydroponic, you, there's a different set of rules for you, man. You've got your own, you know, the <laughs> the guy that's in charge of, of uh, registration, he likes to take money from General Hydroponics. They, he takes a lot of money from them every, every year. You know, he's got a relationship with them. So it, it's, it's, it's amazing <laughs> just the different rules for the big guys. All right, you you look
0: at the pictures on this next one. Well, I, I I don't know what to do here. It goes hello. I've got two plants that the leaves seem to be dying off with yellowing. One of the plants is at the ends of, at the end of its life. The other has a few more weeks, but both show signs of this problem. Around a week or two ago, I moved the plant. Um, I moved the plants around, so I was thinking this could be light burn, but only I could see it on two of the five plants. I used to, or let's see here. I'm used to seeing my fan leaves die off towards the end of flower, but th- but this seems to be the rest of the. Pi- are you checking out the pictures?
2: I saw. I see the pictures now. I, I lost it, man.
0: Yeah. So I mean, no, it's all good. It's just I don't see what. uh was a week or two ago. He moved the plants around. So. Um, so see, I mean, is, that, is that is that like LED at,
2: purple on them, is, or is that that can't be purple? That's got to be like LED reflection, right? Oh Jesus. What on the stems? Well, come on! What happened here, man? These pictures are terrible. <laughs> yeah,
0: was- I, I went to the <laughs> link to look at other pictures, um, and it, I, it's hard, man. This is one of those things when you you you're, you know you got to really look back. I don't know. I that has got that got to be some LED purple lighting coming right. from somewhere. It looks like on the tent wall. I can see it, but there's a lot of unknowns here for me to be like, oh yeah, this is this is what happened. Wow. Um, Man, he says there's not. I'm going through the question here. Around the plants the ends of its life, around a week or two ago, he moved the plants around. So I was thinking this could be light burn. I don't know. That. I don't think that's light. burn. Yeah, part. the leaves should never uh, really
2: look like see that. It. I mean, those are. I mean, those leaves look dead. Not not from exhausting themselves from nutrition. <laughs> not like a good not type, a of, good dead type of dead Just or anything. Just bad dead. The dead dead. <laughs>
0: Hmm, man. Yeah, I'm sorry on this one, man. I don't have a great suggestion without looking back and seeing, like, you know, what, what happened in your grow journal. He says it's only two out of the five plants. Sometimes something viral can happen, and it's so hard to explain what's going on. It looks like you got some good bud on there you could save, uh, you know, trim off the damaged leaves. It was getting ready to harvest anyway, but I have no idea what happened. Guys, we're seeing leaves look completely dead, etc. so... Uh, give some more information next time or look, just always reflect back on what you did or why, if anything different happened with these two plants. Is it a different strain? Did you plant in a different mix than your other plants? Uh, what can you point? you got to try and point your finger at something and then uh, eliminate it, not do that wow. again.
2: Yeah, something fundamentally went wrong here, though, man. I guess it could be a... a uh you know, like an actual pathogen or something that came and attacked this thing, but something came and killed this plant or it just doesn't look like even the bud development doesn't look, I don't see the right amount of crystals on there. Um, it just doesn't, doesn't look right, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the bud should be, if it's, if it's in late flowering, it should be developed. Uh, the, the flower should be developed a lot more. And those leaves are your energy leaves. They shouldn't, there's no energy coming from those leaves. Those are, actual just dead bodies on stems. So, yeah, that's a... All right, well, let's move on. Let's move depressing, on. man. Don't depress me, on. man. The hell. <laughs> and
0: uh, obviously, Phil fill in, guys. If you want to comment on any of these, of course, you can go over, look at the pictures, see what we're talking about, just go to the show notes of this episode, leave comments, and it's a, a, a good way to, to help out with it. Um, now we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Cocotech Cocotec GH. Uh, let's see here. Actually... Uh, excuse me scott i did want to go back there were three comments on this so i wanted to see what they said undershade ch- uh, chimed in i don't know but i'd say chuck it <laughs> thank you <understand. laughs> damn I I shame too
2: because i then. wouldn't smoke that man uh this is kina
0: kina's mustard i had a very similar thing happen on my last run doesn't seem like a light issue almost looks like a combination of heat and root problems check for root aphids if you haven't already good luck and then snot bubbles says i definitely think it's a root problem Heat stress and light burn will have them curled and canoed. Sorry, bro. That shit looked dank as hell. <laughs> all right. See, that's what I'm saying, guys. If you want to help out and uh, add to the community, feel free to chime in on all these. Now I'm going to talk about Cocotech versus Kanako Coco. Cocotech's a uh, general hydroponics brand. They're Cocoa Nutrient. They're two-part. And it says, hey, dude and sir, Scotty. Thanks again for all the rad, <laughs> rad, deep, dank content. Nice. You do a lot of good for us. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you definitely helped me out on my little backyard grow. I'm seeing General Hydroponics Coco Tech on Amazon for about half the price of canna of cocoa, and at a much better value for the volume. How does canna outweigh that value? And how could you? How would you apply cocoa substrate to a smallish outdoor grow? I'm a little sketchy on 100% cocoa for some reason. sounded like me for a long time. By the way, I'm growing washing yeah. machines. <laughs> Thanks again, homies. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I could tell you uh, the only way I would answer this question is if you want to see what the difference would be is you run one and then you run the other. Uh, other. I haven't run Coco Tech. For me, I mean, Canada has been the staple. Canada has been the Cocoa Nutrient brand since day one um they they have other everything don't don't forget their own product our
2: store is like the canna you know like one of the best canna stores in the country the store the home store that we go to so we go there and fucking canna is cheap for us man i mean it's this great quality super clean cocoa we can buy it for under 20 dollars a bag you know uh sometimes like what 16 or 17 when it goes on sale you know the nutrients cost us ten dollars a liter. You know five liters cost us fifty bucks. You know if we buy twenty liters, it's even less. And this isn't special pricing. This is just what it cost over at Way to Grow. So for us, Canna, and you know if I go look at Cocoa Tech and go look at Canna Cocoa on on our shelves, I'll bet you they're very similarly priced. So it, it's kind of tough because you know we're getting a super premium because we we uh, shop at Way to Grow. We're getting a super premium cocoa for. You know the same price as other you know other folks are paying for just you know a lesser quality. Now, is Coco tech? Is it Sri Lankan cocoa? Is it what's the salinity on it? What happens when you take a you know take a ounce a shot glass of cocoa and throw it in with a, a shot glass of water? Maybe a couple shot glasses of water mixed. Mix.
0: We should try maybe, it, man. We we'll get all these things right in front of us. I'd like to try it. Where you, you're doing the runoff, we should try it for small yeah, brands. Maybe not, yeah, maybe not
2: even the runoff. Just take you know an ounce of the cocoa, pour it in a, a small juice glass or something like that. Go put a couple ounces, however much water you need to get it to register. Do the same thing with both types of cocoa. Then stick your EC meter in there. Is one of them does one of them need to be washed more you know does one of them have more salt is one of them washed at a factory and the other one just naturally uh you know the correct uh salinity you know is uh any is one buffered or charged with something and the other one not uh but that's those are all technical things when you grow in can when i grow in can of cocoa i never have any problems it's just been a super smooth uh it's just something where I know I don't... That's not my problem. When I have a problem, I don't think, okay, is it the media? I go, okay, it's not my media. What could be next? And that's what I look for. You know, so I don't know. Coco Tech could be just as good. I, I don't know. And I will tell you something, man. General Hydro and Coco Tech have never done shit for the Dude Grow Show. Kind of fucking stepped up big time with knowledge, product, information, giveaways. So... Where your money goes or or where the money goes to Canna, I know it's going to a good spot, man. I know those guys got their heart in the right place and and support the right people, man. So I got to throw my money back to the ones that support us, which is Canna. Is that where I say boom? (laughs) (laughs) Boom goes to dynamite, man. But, you know, whatever. GH, you know, it's a big company. You know, know, that's the the Coca-Cola of our industry. And... I don't know, man. There's Aquafina. That's Coca-Cola's water, man. I fucking hate that shit. I hate <laughs> that shit.
0: <laughs> you know? You, whatever. You'll buy the shit that's uh, from Fiji, you No, know? so That's you feel delicious,
2: better. man. That's delicious. Plus, why do, why do the Fijians <laughs> need their own water, man? You know what I mean? They live in Fiji. Don't they have it good enough, man? can totally. they give you their water?
0: It makes complete sense to bottle water in Fiji and ship <laughs> it on a boat over here so you can buy it in a gas station in a plastic bottle. I totally it agree.
2: Good, uh, anyway.
0: Alright, Scrog or not to Scrog, man. I say not Scrog. Alright, next one. <laughs> um anyway. It's
2: Undershade. What's up,
0: oh, Undershade? Shit, undershade,
2: man. The man knows his shit right here, man.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's been chiming in, man. It made me forget to uh see about we got a couple of comments on this one too. Scrog or not to scrog. Your royal dudeness and Scotty, the real grower. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> so my vanilla cush is bushing out really well. I mean, really well. It's barely one point five. Uh, foot and a half tall, over three feet wide. Been topping her as per the captain. And where the hell is he anyway? I hear you, man. Should be coming around. I don't know. Go over there and say, Captain, where you been? Oh, Come on, it's man. It's good, man. Uh, you know
2: he's like an artist, man. He's, he's you know, his his uh, articles are like art. You don't rush the art, man. All right. All right. Well, this uh, he said I was going to scrog it, but this thing's already kind
0: of looks like a flat scrog. I really want to make this a washing machine. I'm in week nine of veg, and it's finally getting a little vertical growth. And I will probably veg it for a few more weeks. I usually grow my plants. Let's see here. I usually grow my plants into the net as uh, opposed to getting them big and flattening them out. What's your advice? Should I scrog or should I let her go? Um, thanks again, love from Aurora. Oh, right under shade. Under shade, man. We got to get say, together. Man,
2: what, what I suggest is when you harvest and cure this thing, you call my ass so we can smoke some vanilla kush together. <laughs> vanilla kush, I miss you, girl. I
0: agree with Sitka Murray's comment down here. He says, I say, let her go. I like the ability to move my plants around when blooming. I do too, man. I almost scrogged this crop, and then I didn't, and I got my bamboo, you know, and I did my bamboo. I like to keep my plants as individual units. If we get into the last 10 days, two weeks of bloom, and I get one bud falling this way or that way due to weight, I usually just take a, I tie it up to the ceiling or part of my light cables or whatever I can that's above my canopy. But I, I don't like scrogging but that being said it uh, it performs well it's a lot of support gets the light spread in good but i like to be able to move my plants yeah
2: i definitely do too and that's why i do like a a type of scrogging i guess but i don't use a net i use all the the uh, cocoa cocoa i use all the uh, bamboo stakes. And I just put them all around the side. You know, everybody knows my style already. But when I'm growing washing machines, I concentrate that energy around the outside of, you know, I've got, what, a 19- or 20-inch bucket. So I'm pulling those flowers out. So I've got, like, a 20-inch, you know, circle, basically, of just tops, man. And then you're able to pull them in. Or pull them out, depending on, on how big, you know, how much your light is. If you're using, like, a three-by-three three canopy, you would probably pull them in. But if you got, you know, a bunch of multiple thousands, man, you pull them towards the outside, and then the inside will just fill in, you know, from, you know, all, like, the, the smaller growth on the inside will fill in. So I would think about just trying that technique. If you're growing washing machines, man, I grow a lot of weight off washing machines, man, with that technique. So, and I, I don't I don't ever use a screen... <laughs>
0: Right on, right on. You can do it too. You could, if you get creative, you could individually screen, you know, scrog your plants, put up a little support frame. I mean, it's a lot of work though. You know, as far as making it, you know, and then put a little scrog netting above that plant, and you can get smaller size ones too if you get creative. You don't have to use the uh, the you know typical. I think it's six inch, maybe, probably six inch squares for trellis. I mean, you can get shit from uh, Depot if you want to get like some chicken wire fence and shit. And if you don't have a grow store, and look at look at those options as well. Definitely, definitely. Or, uh, but just think about... Construction fence, you can get orange
2: construction fencing and block a lot of light. <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that, man, don't do that. Just think about no, opening no. up the plant, you know, when you, when you got those, uh, uh, the scrog, uh, I'm sorry, you know, the screen, rather. I mean, it's a cool idea, but it is a little bit tough to weave those plants in and out of those holes. You know, like sometimes I've definitely had some collateral damage from that. Uh, I have a lot less, you know, buds that break to the point where I have to throw them off. When, you know, when I'm uh, just staking, you know, when I'm just using the bamboo stakes and just using zip ties with them. And it gives me a lot of control, especially if I'm trying to control height of plants, because I can go back and forth across the across the plant and basically, you know, just wind yeah. this uh, this vine up almost like a vine and just treat. You know, if I've got a six foot you know, uh, stalk coming up, I can just take that to a 90 degree angle and you know go around the outside of the perimeter you know the outside of the bucket and then go up you know and just take a bunch of space you know right on all
0: right this uh is from b unit b unit is definitely making some changes for round two hey dude and scotty and the dgc i can't thank you guys enough for sharing your knowledge i recently had my first harvest and i couldn't be happier with the results you're welcome you're welcome uh before i start round two I'm looking for some info on 1212 from seed. I'm in a prohibition state. And I'm looking to set, set up fairly simple perpetual harvest for personal use. Guys, perpetual harvest is where, you know, every month, every two weeks, you're always harvesting the plant. You're not doing it all at once. It uh, has its advantages and disadvantages. because he has enough room for three three-gallon smart pots, and I plan on using a 50-50 perlite ocean forest mix because that's what I have on hand, as well as tiger bloom for flowering, my idea is that the soil mix will have enough nutrition to get the plants through until I start the tiger bloom for flowering. I'm on a budget and trying to keep things inexpensive and using what I have on hand. I upgrade as I go and when the wall allows it. Also, if I start each plant four to six weeks apart, in theory, I could get the continuous harvest I'm looking without with for out of a single setup. Does this sound like a plan that would work? Any info, tips, or suggestions, certainly welcome. Thanks again at DGC. a cool little
2: setup, I think, man. Uh, it's is
0: 50/50 perlite ocean. I don't think you need to put that much right. perlite ocean forest. 30 and maybe maybe do like a 30/70 yeah. um a little more if you want. If you want to go 31.5/70, <laughs> I'm down <laughs> but with But I that do I, w- I am or concerned I about 70. bringing
2: seeds right into 12/12. I've cloned and and just cloned right into 12/12 and all you end up with is l- like budded clones. You know, literally something the size of a clone that's budded up. So you need to get some kind of veg on it you know you can grow them you know under a little you know a real small uh a fluorescent light or something like that and just but you i think you do need to to grow them at least you know a few weeks man and get them you don't want to just seed right into 1212 i would say no anyway i haven't done it i've cloned directly into 1212 and that was tiny t- teeny tiny buds a couple grams off of it so not a good investment yeah. for six yeah, days. Yeah, that's
0: what he's trying. I didn't know if he said he was just going to start from seed, but I, I think that's that's what it sounds like. And good advice. Um, you know, otherwise the, the, the perpetual growing has its advantages. I like that you don't have to trim everything at once. Um, although it's I've gone back always to not trimming, perpetual. Though. I'm. <laughs> I, and it sometimes it's hard, man. I like to go into my grow um it's easier when everything's gonna be harvested once to keep plants all the same size otherwise you need to be ready to have one plant you know on a i use five gallon buckets so you can use a whole stack of them take one off as the plant grows but you got to keep your canopy kind of level so that can be kind of tough depending on your lighting setup as well as feeding plants differently keep that in mind you're not going to be feeding a plant week three in bloom the same as week six in bloom so, um, you got to be on top of that. But otherwise, I mean, it sometimes it can make trimming work a little bit less, but you're only having three three gallon smart pots, man. So, if you want to harvest them all at once, um, you know, that's how big I are don't, the smart you know, pots? I don't think you're three three gallon much.
2: smart pots. Okay. Three nah, gallons. man. You got to grow. Yeah. You got to grow that thing for, I don't know, at least a couple of weeks, man. Yeah, yeah. What would you think you should stick with the perpetual? or If he or wants not? to stick with the perpetual, yeah, I think it's a really cool idea. But I'd say make, make them a, you know, get a mother. Find a little area where you can do a teeny tiny, just a super simple, um, uh, like vegetative area, basically, where you got a small mother, you clone off it, and you grow those clones maybe in little keg cups or something like that, little 16 ounce keg cups to, uh, you know, to be, I don't know, 10 inches tall or something like that. You know, just so they've got, you know, real leaves on there and they're, and they're growing on their own. When they're 10 inches tall, go and flower them out. Man. And maybe use one of those super soil recipes. We had the Poundhouse guys talking about their, you know, it's a, I guess it's a super soil. It was, a, yeah, what was it? A happy Frog and the uh, Ocean Forest. Yeah. And I can't remember the last part of the recipe. But, yeah, I mean, something like that might work as well because you're growing really, the idea is to grow pretty small plants. But a three-gallon plant, once it's going really isn't super small definitely needs plenty of nutrition
0: i mean it's all in how you're if you're there to water it every day you can grow it pretty damn big we've seen them out at the uh, herbal cure seen uh growing style or they're growing you know i think those are in two gallon fabric pots they're growing them big dude pretty big but i mean they're on a constant you know you, you gotta be if you're go, if you miss one watering cycle by a little bit you can go to will yep, real quick yep. though so
2: yeah so i don't i don't know. It seems, right. seems like a decent idea keep
0: us in the loop b unit let us know how it rolls, man, for sure. Uh,
2: and let's see. Let's see. Where are we at? Ooh, what you uh, got, man? I think we've we got the last really? one. It's the last question, man. Yes, sir. The
0: last one. Before we cover the last one, remind people, go to dudegrows.com forward slash new mill. If you're a Colorado grower want to get that pep pack, go over there. Listen to the audio spotlight. It's, it's only 10, 8, 10 minutes long, I think. Great info. Um, and I want feedback too. I want to know what you think about uh their their their, their base newt system being named after the seasons. It's like summer, autumn. Uh, and I really I did now that I understand it, I think like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like it. So let me know what you think and then uh, next what's growing on next Wednesday we'll we'll hook up one of you guys on one of the way to grows with a pep pack. Alright. All right. This is Sarah P. Sarah P. Buhe. I don't know. You tell S-ra-p-bou-hay. me what you want to make of that. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, hey, dude, and Scotty, get things, man. I'm a recent listener, <laughs> I'm a recent listener, but a longtime grower in Lake Tahoe. I've asked several others, and no one can really give me a definitive answer. See picture details. These babies started out as perfect clones. I used rapid rooters and transplanted within eight days. Lots of roots were showing. I transplanted into half gallon pots with Royal Gold to Tupper. I've only watered twice in the last 10 days with recharge. Um, Soil's been nice and moist, and they're in a room with a 600-watt HPS, not directly under the light, like 5 feet away. Good. Temp 75, humidity 40%, newts, recharge. Um, You know, here, there's one comment here I wanted to check, too, as well. Uh, Maestro, Maestro chiming in, says clones are very sensitive to changes in the environment. Sudden drops in humidity can cause this type of leaf curling. They should come back fine once they get their humidity up closer to sixty percent. That's a decent point, man. They did just change environment and were right. transplanted. Uh, um, definitely scope, guys. We're seeing a new set of leaves coming out, real small, and just seeing some deformed growth. Anytime, just because I'm, you know, tainted, I see deformed growth. I scope for rust and whites. <laughs> you know, they just they've done it to right. me. Um, and it's not saying you have it. It's just you got to check it off your list. Check, you know, scoping. Uh, deep and say, is there any rust mites going on yeah, here? Yeah, I mean, it all? looks
2: like there's plenty of Otherwise, nutrition in this thing. I'm looking at it's a deep color green with uh, like kind of you know the edges are very pronounced, the ridges on the, on the edges of the leaves, which would tell me that there's a, there's a lot of nutrition yeah. in there.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, a uh, little patience, obviously. If these leaves don't start to look somewhat normal or the next set, I don't even like to fully wait before the next set, but sometimes you do. It could have been a little transplant shock, throw it off too. I don't know if anything. I'm not too familiar with that mix, that too poor mix. I think that's some type of cocoa.
2: I don't do you know, know, man. The no, I'm not too familiar with their stuff.
0: Uh, so, yeah, keep us filled in, though. Um, if it's bug-free, you got everything else dialed in. Your temp at 75, you could bring that temp and humidity up for veg. You could go up to 80, 85 if you wanted. Um, for humidity, I would, 40%, it's a little bit low You want to get that up to at least 55 to 60 for veg Definitely, and man I'll bet you this shit will, will pop right yeah, back get, out Yeah, get that humidity uh, up nice. And if you
2: can get the temperature up Just like dude says, man And I think you will see these things pep Pep, pep, pep
0: Alright, man, guys I gotta I gotta go down into the, the stash room, man I got some people here I got our stickers in Everybody that's been waiting, I have no more excuses about not sending out some new member packs. So, I'm going to get you guys some recharge, some stickers, some rolling papers, some good shit. So, uh, all those will be going out today. Yeah, we got to find a a reason to give
2: away rolling papers, man. We got a whole shitload of those. We got some grow journals, which I actually really dig, man. Ain't nothing like a grow journal to to really know what's going on. That's what we should be doing. Say, hey, man, just snap a couple pictures of the last uh, few entries of your grow journal, man. Let me see what's up. Yeah, hell yeah. Definitely.
0: yeah, new members, man. That's the number reason I'm gonna hook all you up with whatever I got going on. So those those are those are coming out, and uh, thanks for joining up and supporting the show.
2: Yeah, man. Absolutely. All
0: right, man. I don't know. I think I think that's all I got, Scotty. I'm gonna put it in the bag. Unless you got any more last. Announcements. No, man.
2: No. See a clutch, man. You going to clutch? You gonna rock out, brah? I am not oh, going man. to clutch. Nothing against uh-huh. clutch, but I will not be. A Dave clutch. Matthews bands open it up, man. <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> man, I would not probably. Yeah, actually, I would. I would see Dave Matthews at Red Rocks because I haven't. I haven't only have seen him in it's a long clutch time. Clutch and, and the metal Aquarium man. Rescue Unit, <laughs> you know, man. You know, bring on, man. bring on some Slayer mixed with ice I'm actually Judgment Night, baby. Like,
2: you know, just uh, corrosion of conformity is, all, is playing with Clutch, man. And COC ain't my style, man. But now Clutch, I'm down with, man. You know, I don't like – I'm not a metal guy, man. <laughs> you know, I like uh, – I like hard, guitar-driven rock and roll, man. Ass-kicking rock and roll, man. Are you
0: going with your other Florida absolutely, buddy?
2: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Got the T-tops right. off the Camaro, man. And the Fu Manchu blasting out the 8-track, man. Hitting it. <laughs> All right.
0: Take it easy, guys. We'll be back Wednesday with what's growing on. Uh, let me know if I forgot about it. Don't know i didn't get to i didn't get to any emails since probably uh friday which is good because it was the weekend so i gotta go through my inbox if you guys hit me up i'll be in touch um and uh yeah man oh duh, red rocks dude red rocks this uh upcoming not not today but next monday still have some tickets left if you're colorado hanging hanging out person or not man fly on in and hang out Dude grows at gmail You got a party bus you want to run out? You got an RV you want to hang out in? Take us around in? Chime in, man. I'll take you (laughs) up on it.
2: (laughs) Sounds good to me, man. I can't promise I'm not going to smoke. All
0: right. Later on, guys. Take it easy. We'll talk with you Monday. Oh, shit. See? What am I saying?
2: Wednesday. What's (laughs) going on?
0: Take her easy, dude.